2: GFL 97.3 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: 34. It's the 11th day of July 2022. And this is Dana Samoa with her own version of a very popular
2: hymn.
4: And it's quite interesting what people can do with hymns. Some can take it back to the old classical Some can also Contemporize it And uh, I actually like that Samuels' rendition You know Who says she's localized it But it's one of the most The more popular hymns Guide me O thou great Jehovah Pilgrim through this barren land I am weak but thou art it. Mighty It's interesting how Kukui is loving the song because um if you I had the chance to do it, you would have done it in a different way. So yeah. I like the way you appreciate another way of doing of it. Of
5: course. Good music is good. Yeah. Because
4: I give it to you to rearrange. I'm sure you rearrange it in your own way. You could yes. do you could justify it, you could um You could do a lot. You could do all kinds of things. You could classicalize it. <laughs> yeah, but I like the song. I like the whole album. Yeah. I do you speak to you that well?
5: You know I don't. I understand, but I, do, I don't have the right intonations and inflections but of the language, so I, I don't want to But if somebody people. says
4: something to you, or into you understand it. Yeah,
5: okay. generally, yes.
4: That's Then you understand the language. <laughs> yeah, the book, don't you understand the language. All right. So take the uh, business sense from the words of the hymn i think it makes a lot of sense it says guide me O thou great jehovah pilgrim through this barren land i am weak but thou art mighty bread of heaven bread of heaven feed me till i want no more To start the day with a hymn start the day with a prayer To ask for help when you need it best you need it most And Christ said I have food to eat that you know not of And he says My meat is to do the will Of he who sent me That's very powerful So sometimes when things are down And you feel tired You can draw strength from within from the power of the purpose that drives you, from the vision that so consumes you that sometimes you forget to eat. There's always something you do that you can spend hours and hours doing and forget about food, whether it's playing the keyboard or rehearsing for a song or doing coding. There's always that one thing that you could do without eating. So when they met him sitting at the well, have you eaten says well my meat is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish it so what is it that consumes you what is it that gives you single-minded focus what is it that you can do even without eating it's a clue to the purpose god has placed in you don't just do it finish it don't just start it bring it to a conclusion that's Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Call us on 244 Get up to 80% of your next net monthly salary. With no interest on repayment within 30 days, your money hits your account the same day. ADB truly a Greek and more. And don't forget that the Total Quartz Future 0W20 is here to make your driving experience more rewarding. For optimum performance and efficiency of your car... Visit your nearest total service station and ensure your car is well protected. Total quotes keep your engine younger for longer. And update your records with your Ghana card at Fidelity Bank. Call 0800 or go to our website fidelitybank.com.gh. Use the Fidelity mobile app conveniently. Update your records. It takes only a few minutes. This is the city breakfast
6: show the city's biggest conversation
3: join the conversation on the city breakfast show on facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3 twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973 and instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973 with the hashtag city cbs
2: The power of the world This is City of oh, <laughs>
4: Alright, so we're going to start the show this morning, giving you some quick headlines. It's a holiday, so no stress. Mm, Just no telling what's happening about what's the biggest story you had this weekend? Hmm. Probably
5: about was Boris Johnson the weekend or was it before the so weekend? So Boris
4: Johnson was Thursday It was Friday. like
5: Thursday Friday ish, right?
4: Yeah. yeah. You know bad. the weirdest thing I heard this weekend. It's not weird, but like the people of Sri Lanka have yes! sung
7: yeah, they went yes. to the presidential yes. palace you know
4: uh, somebody sent me the facebook link so apparently they entered the guys <laughs> the, the palace <laughs> like 10 people are sleeping on their beds <laughs> <and> some guys <laughs> went <wearing> boxes and <laughs> taking a shower <laughs> 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 like they, they are just, some people were in the pool yeah, and I, I don't understand they have also entered some other ministers houses mm-hmm. and they're asking so that the president has the, uh, announced this Monday is going to resign you see
8: you know, b- back in the day, uh-huh. you know that the, the BBC, well, the BBC still do it where they share proverbs and wise whatever. Uh-huh. Somebody once, you know, wrote in and, and said that if leaders fail to feed. They are people, the day the people become hungry, mm-hmm. they will be the first ones they will go for.
4: It's so serious. Like, if you see the videos, the, the people of new uh, what do you call it, Sri Lanka, yeah. have essentially toppled the government. Mm-hmm. And the prime minister has announced today that he's resigning. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just incredible. Some of the scenes we're seeing from that part of the world. and all of this is because of economic mismanagement. The, com- the president has confirmed his resignation to the prime minister. Protesters have occupied the palace. They have refused to leave until the man is called Gotabaya Rajapak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rajapakska. Mm-hmm. Gotabaya Rajapak. It says like some secondary school nickname. Rajapakska. So he stepped down. A
8: pasca swampa.
4: challenge <laughs> I, I think that's the craziest story I've seen this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with some quick headlines here. I have lots of online stories for you this morning, but Nathan, maybe let me start with you in the well, uh,
8: The Daily Graphic says Restore services. President mm. appeals to teachers. Mm. Reinstate group Indum. A Dinaman Hin appeals to government. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a Dinaman Hin, I should say. Oh. Take bold decisions no, no, no. to overcome. It's,
4: it's a man Hin
8: a dinaman him uh, not a
4: dinner him a, okay. a dinaman him yeah.
8: okay mm. it's it, the emphasis
4: it. a dinamat you by the first time
8: take bold decisions to overcome challenges mm. amadi head edges government and graphic md win ceo of the year and on mm-hmm. the back page of um, the Daily Graphics, some sports stories. Azamati. Azamati relay team carry Ghana's hopes. Thank you. They are part of Team Ghana for the world championship. Yeah, yeah. And Okra ready for Simba SC Switch. They are talking about Bichem United starman Augustine okay. Okra. He's off to Simba in Tanzania. Mm. The
5: Ghanaian Times front page has the president and the chief imam mm-hmm. in a nice handshake. At Eid Adha prayers, go back to classrooms. The president appeals to striking teacher unions. Also, now this was another story I heard, um, mm. which is very, very sad the assassination of Shinzo Abe. Yeah. The president Kofuado and Mahama console Japan. Yeah. Also, be vigilant and report suspicious characters to security agents, says mm. national security. And food shortage hits UWRSHS's. Chas. Threatens to close down schools. Yeah,
4: let me take you online. Lots of stories. CityNewsroom.com leads with so education ministry moves to resolve food shortage in some SHSs. Mm. Also, we're committed to resolving labor agitations according to the National Labor Commission. In the Okabonu, slams government over food shortage in secondary schools. And then Frank just says stop scapegoating IMF, fix low revenue. Mobilization. If you go to my Joy Online, they are leading with pension contributions of public sector workers are eight months in arrears, according to the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association. Also, Ghana Medical Association joins labor unions demanding cola. So this cola, this, this appetite for cola is, is increasing. <laughs> from teachers to nurses to now doctors, meanwhile, Nagra strike continues despite Akuffo plea. And national security reiterates vigilance as Boko Haram members break jail in Nigeria. And then uh, Upper West Chas has warned that schools cannot go beyond one week. That's the story brought to you over the weekend. Now, Star FM's lead story has to do with the Vice President. Africa can handle harsh economic challenges with technology, he says. Meanwhile, the President is pleading with teachers to resume work, the story you read. Mm-hmm. Fourteen remand prisoners granted bail under Justice for All program in Sunyai. and Bamiya's embarrassed Akufurado with IMF bailout according to Jan Tua. Now if you go to Ghana News Agency, Muslims urge to celebrate Israel Allah with clean hearts. Also national security asks us to be vigilant because <clears throat> Boko Haram members have broken jail in Nigeria and then a president appeals to teachers to return to the classrooms. And then uh, experts say IMF bailout to stabilize Ghana's economy and restore confidence. Now let me take you to the Ghana report. We are talking, we are told that GHS and WHO are working to control the Marburg virus disease. And then if you go to the BBC, the elite story, leak reveals top politicians secretly helped Uber. Okay. And that's a big story. Manomakura is among leaders who helped the ride hailing company disrupt new markets. And then Sri Lankan president confirms his resignation to the prime minister is the lead story. And then California wildfires threaten world's largest trees. Meanwhile, there's a very bad story from South Africa. 15 people shot dead in a South African bar. Somebody just went and opened fire on them. Now, the Financial Times UK is leading with a very big story. Brazil's Lula on the prospect of an extraordinary comeback. You remember Lula? Yep. Lula da Silva. Yeah, we are told that he... He's called Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva. He's on the verge of a huge comeback. That's a huge story. And Bloomberg's story is talking about Europe's rush to buy Africa's natural gas draws cries of hypocrisy. Draws cries of hypocrisy. And then your friend is also there. He's called Elon Musk. He's just a big man. He's just doing legal issues over his Twitter comeback. So let's get the president's take on the Mm -hmm. strike and then we'll take you online as well.
8: Well, uh, that's on the front page and page three of the daily graphic. The president, Nanado Danko Kufado, has added his voice to the call for teachers who are on strike to return to the classrooms while negotiations continue on their demand for the payment of a cost of living allowance or COLA. COLA. (laughs) <laughs> Addressing the national Idil other prayers At the Black Star Square In Accra last Saturday mm-hmm. The president asked The teachers To take into consideration The education of students Especially those uh, Preparing to write The final exam And call off the strike So, their, so that their education Would not be negatively affected mm-hmm. He further appealed To Ghanaians To make sacrifices To help the government Stem the tide Against the current Economic challenges Facing the country mm-hmm. He said the government Had set the example By cutting down Its expenditure Cutting up on its expenditure and cutting down salaries. Of appointees. He also
5: said we're in a difficult place. The world is in a difficult place. Leaders around the world, like we are doing here in Ghana, are working assiduously to resolve the fundamental challenges that have plunged the world into the current economic situation. So, yeah, he said 30% salary cuts from all political appointees. He also said fuel coupon allocations have been reduced by 50%, and discretionary expenditures of MMDAs have also been cut by 30%. Mm -hmm. And this is in the Ghanaian Times, also the same The there, there are a price.
4: couple of angles here. We are working to, to resolve labor agitations. National Labour Commission says it will do all it can to resolve the current labor agitations in the country. This is the citynewsroom.com. Speaking at the inauguration of the board of directors of the NLC at the Jubilee House, a member of the commission, Rose Kakari Annan, pledged the government's uh, commit. Sorry, pledged the NLC's commitment to bringing peace to the industrial front. The TUC has warned that its members may join the ongoing strike declared by Twitter unions over cola. The government has appealed to the 40 Chinese to return to the classrooms. But uh, the NLC is saying that they will do their best to also establish industrial peace, which is imperative for socio-economic development. Now, still in this story, if you go to my journal line, GMA mm-hmm. has joined labor unions demanding COLA. Hmm. The Ghana Medical Association has joined demanding payment of cost of living allowance to their members. For weeks, many public sector workers have been on strike over government's failure to pay their allowance. Teachers are not in the classroom. They've been, not, they've been in the classroom for, I think, two weeks or three weeks. Now, according to GMA Secretary Titus B.U., doctors like other uh, uh, members of organized labor have equally been hard hit by current economic hardships. Speaking on the probe and News Channel, he says the GMA is part of the bigger group called the Forum, which is also calling for cola. We are singing the same song. And we wish the government would have started with us much earlier to negotiate and discuss this. Highlighting the plight of doctors, Dr. B, you said doctors are struggling. We are buying from the same market. We are buying the same fuel. We don't have fuel coupons. And doctors have parked their cars and are now getting on board trot because they can no longer afford fuel. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to talk about why a 20% cola is justified. So keep your eye out for this. Now, the other story is on the education sector. What are they saying about food shortages? There's been a couple of reports... Yes. Upper West region.
5: Yes. In the Ghanaian Times, food shortage hits Upper West region SHSs. Mm. Chas threatens to close down schools. So the Conference of Heads of Assisted Schools in the Upper West region says it will be compelled to close down senior high schools in the region by July 15th Mm. if sufficient money is not received to cater for the feeding and other needs of the students. Mm. In a statement released by the conference after a meeting at the Queen of Peace Senior High School on July 6th, Chas stated that there's serious food shortage in the various senior high schools due to a break in of food commodities to the schools by suppliers. Hmm. It said the decision was reached because the schools could no longer feed the school children Charlie. as there was no food. Upon interaction with the food suppliers contracted by buffer stock, it was revealed that they were refusing to perform their end of the bargain due to non-payment of outstanding monies owed for food supplied earlier. Hmm. Quote, all schools will feed students with whatever is available in the food stores at the schools Charlie. and students will be asked to bring their own sugar and other items to the dining hall. Hmm. As an alternative to not closing down the schools, if government fails to provide for the feeding of the students, the statement said parents would be asked to feed their wards by providing for them in order to allow them to remain in school. Candidates writing the wasi will be compelled to feed themselves or to come from home to write the exams. This
4: is crazy. Now, Angel Cabonu of Nagrat has slammed the government by the food shortage. Mr. Cabonu said the current centralized system where authorities only... Uh, That authorizes only the national buffer stock to distribute food to SHS's Has largely contributed to the food shortages in various schools He believes a decentralization of food distribution to SHS's will address the challenges Then if you go to the ministry, citynewsroom.com Education Ministry is moving to resolve food shortage They have a couple of pictures of Look look at these pictures This is the saucepan we used to eat in (laughs) Remember, yeah, yeah, with the jollof and some pieces of meat on top of it. Those uh, aluminium, is it aluminium or something? Yeah. (laughs) So the Ministry of Education has moved to resolve the food challenges and messages. The sector minister Edutum met with leadership of CHAS on Sunday over the issue. A brief statement from the ministry after the meeting said, "Quote: The issue has been resolved, and all affected schools are expected to are expected to receive full supplies latest Tuesday, 12 July." The chars last week in Upper West, as you read, warned that SHS in the region could shoot down if the government would supply them with adequate food. Well, we'll wait for tomorrow to see if the food has actually come. The meeting was held. We are told the meeting went well. But I think the resolution is not in the assurance. The resolution is in the food actually getting to the school. So tomorrow is the 12th. We'll wait to see what happens. Any other story from that area?
8: Um, not really. But All right. if you go to um, the daily graphic
4: page 20 Mm.
8: the people of Elmina Mm. are calling for Uh, group
4: in doom to come back Mm. Mm. so
8: the chiefs and people of uh, Edina Near Cape Coast Mm. in the central region Have used this year's Bakatue Festival To drum home the need for Ghanaians to patronize And also use goods uh, produced in the country On the theme, buy made in Ghana goods Use made in Ghana products And support Ghanaian industries And create employment for the youth Quite a long theme there Mm -hmm. The chiefs Mm -hmm. took turns to appeal to the public To patronize items, services and products made Mm. in Ghana Now they also uh, went on to um, the Oman, yes, the man of a traditional era, Nana Kojo Kondria VI, mm. appealed to the government to resolve all issues that led to the collapse of the group Indum companies, especially mm. the bank, mm. and reinstate them. He said doing so would help address the unemployment rate in the area, saying the rate of youth unemployment was frustrating and distressing. Mm. Hence, reviving the collapsed bank would help resolve the situation for the betterment of all.
4: All right, that's a, a good one. Let's, Let's come to the, the time. Stay yeah.
8: in the central region. The MP decries
5: rate of teenage pregnancy in mm. Keea. Oh, so the, MP, the same place. Sim, Member of Parliament for uh, Mr Samulata Mills. He's the MP for Keea. He expressed mm. concern about the rate of teenage pregnancy in the area, mm. and he urged residents to work towards improving the fortunes of the area. He said he'd been inspecting progress of work on the ongoing construction of a fishing harbour for the area. He called for support for people who were displaced by the recent flood in Almina and other communities within the. Municipality. Now, the Minister of Tourism, Dr. Ibrahim Mohammed Awal, in an address read on his behalf, expressed delight about the display of rich cultural and traditional heritage at their festival, which he said portrays the unique African traditions and values. Um, but the teenage pregnancy issue is a big, big, big one, All especially right. in, on the coast. Well, the,
8: the has also been speaking on the same theme, mm-hmm. and he's... Um he has chastised men who impregnated teenagers, especially schoolgirls, Dallas. and has asked them to put a stop to it. He's also asked the, the schoolgirls to concentrate on their studies, following uh, instead of following men, since these men would not be able to do anything good. Mm. What about the them.
4: parents of the teenage children? What are they also? Well, doing?
8: They are, the bit on parents mm. uh, was at the chin, uh, Osajifa Mwaiti for a pain. He's advised parents and guidance, especially fathers, to bring forth the number of children they can take care of. Terrible. He said it was terrible and unfortunate that some fathers had brought forth about seven children without being able to feed, clothe, and educate them.
4: Serious. You know, so. Now, let me take you to the security story. Ghana is on high alert over jailbreak of suspected Boko Haram members in Nigeria. It's a city newsroom report. Ghana security officials have been on high alert following the jailbreak of suspected Boko Haram members in Nigeria. Now, this happened at the Kujia Maximum Security Prison in Abuja on Wednesday night, 6 July. Official reports indicate that look at this: so at least 443 hmm. out of 879 inmates that escaped as a result of the jailbreak are still on the run. A memo to the GIS, Ghana Immigration Service, copied to all its commands, announced. And then, according to the story, it is believed that the jihadist group Boko are behind the attacks we saw. The use of high-end explosives and guns mm. that freed all 64 Boko Haram-linked inmates at the prison and are among the escapees who are still on the run. The GIS said, considering the current migration trends of Nigerians in the sub-region, it is most likely the escapees would attempt to enter Ghana through both approved and unapproved routes. So, mm. see it, say it. Let's be part of the security. So, let me take you to Sri Lanka. Mm. And uh, for that story, I want to take you to a newspaper in that area. This is the New Daily Times. Just for context, right? Sri Lanka president PM to resign after tumultuous protests. And um, Sri Lanka's president and prime minister agreed to resign on Saturday after the country's most chaotic day in months of political turmoil, with protesters storming both officials' homes and setting, on, setting fire to one of the buildings in a rage over the nation's severe economic crisis. Prime Minister Ranil Wikremesing said he would leave office once a new government is in place. And hours later, the Speaker of Parliament said President Gotabaya Rajapska We stepped down on Wednesday. Pressure on both men grew as the economic meltdown set of acute shortage of essential items, leaving people struggling to buy food, Mm. fuel, and other necessities. Mm. Police had attempted to thwart promised protests with a curfew, then lifted it as lawyers and opposition politicians denounced it as illegal. Thousands of protesters entered the capital, Colombo, swarmed into the uh, president's fortified residence Video images show jubilant crowds splashing into the garden pool, lying <laughs> on the beds, using their cell phone cameras to capture the moment. Some made tea, others issue statements from a conference room, demanding <laughs> the president and prime minister go. Protesters broke into the prime minister's private residence, set it on fire. The man's office said it wasn't immediate Charlie, all kinds of things. So, some guy, before I was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> wearing some black.
7: <laughs> <people>. <laughs> as see the He left his house, entered the Prime Minister's shower, <laughs> wearing some black the boxer shorts.
8: No, <laughs>
3: drink,
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, let me just give you a final one. Uh, um, Senegal has received a loan from the uh, African Development Bank oh, to produce emergency food. This would help 850,000 small scale farmers grow 38 million tons of additional wheat, corn, rice, soya, bean, and other crops. So, because of all the Russia Ukraine issues the A, African Development Bank has loaned Senegal 121 million euros to implement an emergency agricultural program we'll end it here thank you very much we we'll say good morning to all the Sri Lanka <laughs> the people of Sri Lanka
6: this is The City Breakfast Show the city's biggest conversation The City Breakfast Show rise above the noise
4: only the edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN Enterprise Life and Goyle Natalie Nettie is here with the Bulletin. Good morning.
9: Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goal and Enterprise Life, your advantage and powered. By your most comprehensive business website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nettie Coming up, economist Professor Peter Corte urges government to use a media budget review to reduce the e-levy rate. And stakeholders within the cocoa sector call for measures to address the illegal cutting down of trees. To the details now. Ahead of the presentation of the 2022 Media Budget Review, the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESE, is calling for the reduction in the current charge rate of the electronic transfer levy, the e-levy. The presentation of the Media Budget Review by the Minister of Finance, kenoforiata Furiata, is expected to come off on the 13th of July, 2022. There's more in the following report.
0: The presentation of the media budget review by the Minister of Finance comes as Ghana engages the International Monetary Fund IMF for balance of payment support. Currently, the country's revenue projections are underperforming, while high debt levels and high expenditure continues to pose problems. One of the sources government was hoping would help it raise much-needed revenue is the e-levy, but information from government quarters indicates that it is underperforming woefully. A leading member of the New Patriotic Party, NPP, Gabi Asari O-Tradako, recently noted that the tax measure since its implementation has generated only 10% of estimated revenue, causing some to call for it to be scrapped. Commenting on the e-levy ahead of the media budget presentation, Director of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESA, Professor Peter Korte, argued against the taxes scrapping, but called for the rate to be reduced.
10: Well, the media budget, I think certainly we first have to know the figures. Uh, Some policies and programs were, were proposed at the beginning of this year, and even some in the 2022 budget. How far have we achieved some of them? E levy, how much have you realized from E levy, and so on and so forth. So for me, I will first want to see the figures in terms of fiscal numbers, etc. Then also where we need to revise. I expect the Minister of Finance to look at the E levy, for instance. It is not getting the needed revenue. I think we have to revise the rates downwards, and if we have to, um, then tighten some of the, you know, concessions that that have been given to to. Some, you know, that's fine, but I think the rate has to be revised downwards. So I expect the finance minister to say so that we can continue to raise some revenue from E level because uh, a lot of investments are gone into this E level and we can't just scrap it within six or, or six months or so. We ought to uh, look at that as well. I expect that some critical um, areas, manufacturing agriculture, would receive some support uh, as and when necessary.
9: Professor Peter Quarty is the director of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research and ending that report by my colleague Bubie Osei. Meanwhile, the Ghana Union of Traders Association's Guta is pushing for a review of the VAT flat rate in the upcoming media budget review. The new policy imposes a flat levy on businesses operating below the 500,000 Ghana city threshold. Retailers above the threshold are made to pay a nineteen point. Two five percent as standard rate. Doctor Joseph Obaying is the president of the of Guta and he's been speaking to City Business News. We want to
11: see, come yeah, yeah. The two, uh, two main issues that um, we've been talking about, and that have been the migration of the fat uh, three uh, rate of three percent that have come to the standard rate of nineteen point two five, and that one um, is not helping. Um, creating, and it has also helped push up the prices of goods and services. Uh, I can see that it is part of the inflation that we are experiencing now because increase of uh, uh, from 3% flat rate to 1925 um, is not helping us at all. And then the quality rate that has also gone up is also not helping businesses. And these are the areas that we are going to look at. Um, that we are going to push uh, the finance ministry to think again. And uh, we will do that if we, we will revert to the flat rate, government will even have it with or, of enhancing the um, um, the revenue. Because that is when they are affordable, the compliance level is up. Especially at this time that um, uh, uh, prices of goods have escalated. It is not the time also to increase the VAT to that uh, astronomical level of medium.
9: Dr. Joseph Obeying is the president of the Ghana Union of Traders Associations. The Ghana Cocoa Board has lamented the cutting down of trees to make room for cocoa farming. Deforestation is a major issue in Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana, which together produce nearly two-thirds of the world's supply of cocoa, Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana respectively lost 25% and 8% of their primary forest between 2002 and 2019, with a significant portion of deforestation due to cocoa farming. The CEO of Cocoa Boy, Joseph buahing Adu believes this issue must be addressed immediately.
12: The premium is being discounted, and it's very disheartening to see premiums discounted. Now, what is happening is that once premiums are discounted, then it means that industry is telling us to inform our farmers to also discount the quality of the cocoa. But I do not think that is what the consumer wants. The consumer wants to have a quality cocoa. And that's why they, are, they pay the premium. They pay premium to ensure that there will be guaranteed quality cocoa. And once you discount the premium, the origin, then it means that all quality must be removed from the question when the farmer is bringing cocoa for us to bring to you. And that's why we are here today. From our perspective, we do not think premium should ever go below zero.
9: Joseph Buaengedo is the CEO of the Ghana Cocoa Board to ensure the quality of petroleum products sold at the pumps is not compromised players in the oil and gas services sector are demanding the strict enforcement of standards and protocols across the value chain. The National Petroleum Authority was established by law to regulate the petroleum downstream industry in Ghana and Benjamin Armstrong, the Managing Director of BD Group Ghana, believes the authority ought to ensure the compliance of businesses in the space to regular mandatory cleaning of their storage tanks for instance. Mr. Armstrong believes this would ensure residue accumulated in the tanks over the period does not find its way into the vehicles of consumers which could damage their assets. He spoke on the sidelines of the Ghana International Product Awards in Accra.
7: The fuel solid tanks build up sledges and water because they are buried underground, the ground and fuel itself at a particular time at a particular point in time decomposes into its various components. So it is recommended that the fuel solid tanks are clean. But the challenge is that some of the oil marketing companies do not do it as regularly as required. Technically, if a fuel storage tank is not clean and sledge is built up and water builds up in the fuel storage tank, chances are motorists will pick up the dirt and the sledge from the tank. You know, the dispensing pumps that we have at the filling stations have filters. Those filters are supposed to filter the fuel and take out the sledges and water. Some filters get clogged, and when they are clogged, they are not able to retain the water and the sludge, and this is transferred to the motorist when he goes to the filling station to buy the fuel.
9: Benjamin Armstrong is the managing director of BD Group Ghana. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, gold and Enterprise Life, your advantage, and powered by your most comprehensive business website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nettie Have a good business day.
3: Enterprise Life, it's possible to live your best life. Ladies, enjoy cover for your lifestyle with Bloom, life insurance for today's woman. Families, let's safeguard your well-being with a family income security plan because family matters. And for you, live freely with a funeral finance plan unlimited with no restrictions, no limits as you cover your loved ones and yourself. WhatsApp us on 554 one or call 307 84 for your solution. For Enterprise, your advantage.
8: Jack, <laughs> you know my boss owns a fleet
3: of commercial cars, and he drives only brand new vehicles. Latest.
4: Before he hired me,
3: this is what he said. Cratchy, my vehicles are my investment.
4: And
3: you buy any fuel apart from oil. Waboka, signed this undertaking.
8: But he was right. Yes, and he's right. Goyle stocks only higher-grade fuels, further enriched with XP3, multifunctional enhancer, more efficient, eco-friendly, and at no extra cost. Available at every Goyle station. At Jubebebea. Goyle Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP. Higher-grade fuels. Excellent for modern engines and all vehicles. Goyle. Good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: this is The City Breakfast Show, Whoa. the city's biggest conversation.
2: R2-B, yeah. Kill me. Yes, you know.
3: Yeah. Then say life is sweeter than, but you for take it easy and make you know the rush and blow your meter on. Just get your hustle on, then we fly you day for land. Use your head and use your hands. Don't you envy man. After all,
4: we all be one. No, hey. And I saw a very nice story today <clears throat> that promotes the Africa agenda. We missed it, but I thought it's I'll bring it to you. Page twenty nine, Daily Graphic. <laughs> Namibia's beef enters Ghana's market. And it's a, it's a I like the story. Namibia's beef. So story by Benjamin uh, Glover Tete. <laughs> or Benjamin Honam Tete. Sorry, Benjamin Honam Glover in Tema. He says the Namibian High Commissioner to Ghana Selma Ashipal Musavi, has given an assurance of deepened relations between Ghanaian and Namibian businesses. This would enhance the activities of the businesses and capture new foreign direct investment. She said it at an event in Tema on June 29 to mark the entry of the first consignment of Namibian beef imported to Ghana. The first official shipment of 15 tons of beef product from Namibia is a partnership between the Namibian Meat Corporation, Meatco and Abanga Farm and Food Systems, Ghana, the exclusive distributors of Namibian beef in Ghana, West Africa. Now, Namibia is renowned for its export of beef and related products, while Ghana is a major meat importer. The beef from Namibia is grass-fed with no added hormones, which makes it unique. With the high quality of b- breed it is not surprising that Namibia in February 2020 became the first African country eligible to export meat to the US. Yes, yeah. The future of Africa depends on increased trade among our countries. But what are we giving them? Oh, I'm sure they get textiles. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just saying. You know,
8: because I look, I think of the story and I think about our own local meat industry and what we are doing to prop them up and get, give them enough muscle. To do the same thing.
4: No, but But it is good. good. For For me, me, you know, the the, the world moves by trade. So nobody can say we'll produce everything we need and eat everything. Of course. The problem with Africa is that we are only exporting to Europe things which are very small and importing a lot of finished goods. If we can add value to our products and sell to other African countries, we can create wealth here. Yeah. And the African market is large So I think it's a great story Forgiver. I'm sure Ghana can export of I don't course. know Textiles Shitor Whatever break To Namibia makers, West But it's great to see We are eating And I'm told Namibian beef is nice <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget On the 27th and 28th Of this Coming month <laughs> of August so the city, city, city FM and City TV Bring you, you dream, This is Ghana big sis, The biggest made in Ghana Fair man, An exhibition you've seen In a long time a Superb- It's how Happening at the AMA forecourt, it's going to be an eye opener. We're going to showcase hundreds of Ghanaian business, Ghanaian technology, Ghanaian production, Ghanaian creativity in two days of a massive, massive straight fair. More details coming up on the show. But if you're a government worker or a private salaried worker ready to go big on your passion, a share who has big news for you. Take a new loan between the months of May and August. Receive a cashback reward. Apply for our competitive payroll loans now. Get rewarded really big. Call 577 Let's go big together. Let's, say, let's improve life. So Nathan is taking care of the holiday edition <laughs> yeah. of kickoff. What else did you have for us?
8: Well, Team Ghana has announced uh, the, the people they are taking to the World Athletics Championships. We'll hear from Iñaki Williams opening up on why he decided to switch to Ghana to play in the World Cup. And Novak Djokovic and Elena Ribakina are kings and queens of the grass at Wimbledon. And let's start off with some athletics and Team Ghana has finally uh, announced who and who and who will be competing for the nation in the upcoming World Athletics Championships in the United States. Now, the team was announced yesterday by the Ghana Athletics Association. There are seven athletes in there, two coaches in there, and three officials, including the President and General Secretary of the Ghana Athletics Association. The athletes are Deborah Aqua, Joseph Amoa, Benjamin Azamati, Alexa Amankwa, Joseph Menwoodru, Sean Safu, and Emmanuel Yeboa. Now Ghana will be taking part in the women's long jump that will be handled by Deborah Aqua with all the other guys in the team participating in the men's hundred meter, two hundred meter, eight hundred meter, and four by one hundred meter relay events in the competition. Now the World Athletics Championships begin on Friday, July fifteenth, do end on Sunday. Um, July 24 in Eugene in Oregon in the United States. So it's in Ghana getting ready for uh, the big time in terms of athletics and talking about the big time Inaki Williams he is hoping to be part of Ghana's team that goes to the World Cup in Qatar later this year he says visiting Ghana earlier this year helped him connect with the country in, an, in a very extraordinary way and that was the trick that was when he decided that you know what let me sign up and play for the Blacks he's part of a team of five or six um, players with Ghanaian roots who have decided to switch flags and play for the national team ahead of the rest of the Afghan qualifiers and the World Cup later in the year. He says he's ready to play for Ghana and give his best um, to the national team. And he was speaking to TV3 in this interview.
13: Yes, I, I'm confused uh, because I come here and I see
8: yeah.
13: all the people, uh, all the things. When I in Spain, I don't see uh, in direct. Yeah. And I- very scary. My, 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 my skin is, is wow. Uh, for me, and uh, see the people. is very important. And uh, the people uh, loves me. Uh, she take photos. Uh, uh, she tell me, come to Black Star. Uh, maybe, maybe, yes, I don't know now. But maybe, yes, uh, I'm very happy to stay here. And maybe I'm, I'm Black Star. Me don't say I am Ghanaian. Okay. But my Ghanaian is here in my hair. Because uh, I enjoy in, in th- this country, uh, I see my people, I see uh, my parents, and my parents is Ghanaian because me, i Ghanaian.
8: Inyaki Williams forward for Athletic Bilbao now eligible to play for the Black Stars He was speaking to TV3's Juliet Bewa in that interview let's talk about the Black Stars a bit more one player who could be playing alongside Inaki Williams in the World Cup is Osman Bukhari now he has started playing for Red Star Belgrade and he scored on his competitive debut as they won 4-0 over Niki Nix in the Serbian Super League over the weekend he was named in the starting 11 and he got his team's fourth goal as they started the Serbian League season on a banger. Uh, We stay with football and um, Black Princesses, they are the country's women's under 20 team. They are going to Costa Rica to play in the World Cup. Now, one of the players in that team is Sharon Essinam Sampson. She's revealed the team's ambition to do very well and possibly win the next under 20 women's World Cup. Now, she's 19. She was uh, born in Sweden but she has decided to play for the black princesses and she says she and her teammates can make an impact just by being placed in a very very difficult group that has Japan USA and the Netherlands as the other teams in the group
11: two years ago we went to Morocco and played against her for a friendly game which was an amazing opportunity and a memory for life so I really loved being here Previously said, this is my second time coming to Ghana representing my nation. But this time is so much more different. Every training is so much more tougher. The the players I'm playing with are putting in 150% work effort, and I really love it. We are really training as a team who are willing to do whatever it takes to take home the World Cup 2022.
8: So that's Black Princesses forward Sharon Essinam Samson speaking there, let's stay with women's football. And in the 2022 Women's AFCON, that's taking place in Morocco. Nigeria, South Africa, and Botswana have booked their last eight places in that competition. Nigeria beat Burundi yesterday. They beat them 4-0. Thanks to goals from Rashida Abijade, Peace, Effie, and Uchena Kanu, who scored twice. South Africa needed a late goal from their substitute in Kabisang Majia to beat Botswana by a goal to nil to qualify as group winners. So South Africa finished first, Nigeria finished second, and Botswana, they made it as one of the best third place teams in that comp. This is the first time they are here and uh, at the first attempt they are in the last eight. So congrats to the botswana team we go to europe where the women's euros are happening in england and yesterday was a good day for france they started group d on a very hot note they beat italy by five goals to one grace garoyo scored a hat trick in the first half to help france win by that uh, heavy margin in the other game played yesterday belgium and iceland drew one one in that encounter we stay in england so some transfer news, and Raheem Sterling he's in London to undergo a medical um, ahead of his move to Chelsea the two teams agreed a 47.5 million pound move over the weekend and Raheem Sterling is set to do the medical should that go well he'll be joining Chelsea on their pre-season tour of the United States a good part of the team is already there and if he passes the medical he'll fly there to join them as they get ready for another season in England in terms of the Premier League now a player who um we'll see Raheem Sterling as a former teammate is Elling Haaland, he's currently Manchester City's number 9, He was unveiled over the weekend at the Etihad and he was speaking about getting ready to play in the Premier League and helping Manchester City win the elusive UEFA Champions League title
13: uh, like I've been doing um, my whole uh, my whole career uh, try to enjoy every single minute, every moment uh, To try to not to think too much because uh, I think overthinking is not a good thing for uh, every human being. Uh, I just try to relax when I can relax and to uh, enjoy every single moment when I can and uh, to work hard. (sighs) What I'm going to say is, uh, I said it before, Champions League is uh, my favourite competition. So uh, I think you have the answer there.
8: Elling Haaland, Man City's new number nine speaking there saying he wants to help the team win the Champions League. We'll see if City can do it in the coming season. Let's end with some tennis. And it was a good weekend for Novak Djokovic. He's won his 21st Grand Slam title after he beat Nikirios in four sets to win the Wimbledon title over the weekend. He lost the first set but rallied back to win three more to give him yet another title. His fourth straight Wimbledon title and Grand Slam title number 21. Let's hear from Novak Djokovic speaking after he became the newest winner of the Wimbledon tennis championships
12: I mean obviously uh, over the moon with uh, joy and happiness of, of uh, experiencing this moment once again I've said it this tournament is uh, extra special for me because it has been the first tournament that I've ever watched as a kid that got me to to start playing tennis um, so I don't, I don't take <laughs> any wins for granted, particularly not in, in Wimbledon. In contrary, actually, it, it feels um, special in its own way. Of course, having family and close people in my life here to share this victory with them, it was, uh, was beautiful.
8: 2022 men's Wimbledon title winner, Novak Djokovic speaking there. In the women's final that was played on Saturday, Elena Ribakina, she beat Ons Jaber by two sets to one, three, six, six, two, six, two, in a match that lasted one hour, 51 minutes. And for Rybakina, it was a very extraordinary way of winning. It came back from a set down one and celebrated in the calmest manner possible there. We wait to see if she can add to this by winning some of the other Grand Slam Titles and that's how we end this morning's edition of Kickoff, proudly brought to you by LeShair. My name is Nathan Carl. Many, many thanks for listening. There's more sports on CitysportOnline.com. We have more sports news for you in our subsequent bulletins. We have a fantastic holiday. Stay safe, take care, and please keep listening to the City Breakfast Show.
9: Unleashing
2: the power of relevant radio. This is City
3: 97.3. Ethno-doxology. Let's do this. Do you want to
2: wave your hand in the air? From side to side, everybody. my glove, oh, I let all Everybody say. close at you now. At this, yeah, 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 One more time, say close your eyes, I'll change our world. you there, yeah. i When yeah when you fear when you fear hey this is We are we are One more time. Oh, we are are. Everybody say. We are are dead. We are we are dead. We are we are dead. Bye. one says, "Hey, Nana! Come on, everybody, raise it up! Come on!"
4: 41. This is uh, <laughs> it's called the Bungu Ewe Medley or Bungu Ever Medley Bethel Revival Choir. This particular song, my favorite on the album so far, and led by Akesi Brimpo. Happy birthday to Mrs. Bridget Na Odale Dunman. Coming from Zilix Drain. Yeah. also Wishing a happy birthday to Mrs. Victoria Aholu Do, head teacher of Kuntun C D Basic 2. Wishing you the very best of life from Dennis, Belinda, Eunice, and the entire congregation of the Treba EP Church. Mrs. Victoria Aholu Do, happy birthday to you and to Mrs. Tela Mau You are such a wonderful soul. God's blessing and a blessing to me from your ha- <laughs> Sorry, Kafui Kafui at it's your husband To Mrs. Stella Mawinyaga Or Mawinyaga
2: And
4: happy birthday to my dear husband Felix Bote Kwami, CEO of Walla Africa My Papa Nunu <laughs> I wish him a good and pleasant day and year I want him to know that we adore him so much Blessed love to him from his wife Bex Quarter to eighty the breakfast show. This morning is a holiday. It will add I'm going to bring you some thought provoking ideas no, no. from the provost of the College of Education at the University of Ghana, Professor Martin Otinga Bebiu. His yeah. inaugural lecture at the University of Ghana, Legondap, oh, hey. double standard single purpose, I'm deconstructing the fence wall for sustainable municipal waste management. Oh. That's coming up later on the show. But enjoy a life beyond cash when you use any of our digital solutions. Whatever your desire, we have a unique solution for you. Shop online or in-store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, MasterCard and Link. You can also shop and make payments from a variety of virtual shops located on the CalBank app. Additionally, our app and CalNet solutions support you and your business to perform all your transactions including regulatory payments to government via the Ghana.gov platform. To learn more about our digital offerings, And our discount partners, call 0800-500-500 or chat with us online on our social media platforms or at customercare at carbank.net.
2: And
4: if your SIM card is still not registered, remember from 31st July, all SIM cards that are not registered with the Ghana card cannot be used to make voice calls, mobile money service or internet or other services linked to the SIM Re-register your Vodafone SIM card and get free 1 gig data and 100 minutes of talk time. Your re-registration is not complete until your biometric is captured. Don't wait till you are disconnected. Visit your nearest Vodafone retail center or agent to complete your SIM registration today. You get 1 gig free and 100 minutes talk time. As the price of fuel gets tighter, no. Shell is saluting the kings of the road, our taxi drivers, our truck, truck drivers, and our truck and bus drivers. No. You won't journey alone. We've got Shell Fuel safe designed to last longer and make your hassle more rewarding. Don't settle for just any fuel. Make the choice with Shell Fuel Safe. Build points with your Shell Club points for free family and third-party insurance cover as well as groceries and other basics. For your future, this is your nearest Shell station today. Join the Shell Club. Enjoy the fuel that takes care of your car, so you can make more to take care of yourself and your family.
2: Say that one more time. As
4: you can tell, I'm in the mood today. Taking me all the way back to the EP Church, you know. You know, there's something about nostalgia, you know. So when when I was when I was when I was young, I used to shuttle between two churches: the Trinity EP Church in Medina and the Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Medina. And they were not very far from each other, actually. So your dad was so was yes, my, yes, my dad was Catholic and my mom was EP. Ah. So they, and we could go, so we went to both churches. Okay. So sometimes you go to first mass in the Catholic church yeah. and then you go to the EP church for the, later. yeah, later. And then sometimes when you close, you go back to the second because the the, sec- the first mass was very short and yeah. very early. early, so and my dad sometimes like the first mass, but when he comes for the second mass, yeah. you go to the EP first, and when you finish, you meet him at the. Oh, <laughs> well, that's so a walking so, that bi- to, the walking distance. So so basically, you walk from the Queen of Peace, which is like not far from the taxi rank, on a straight road, and then you turn left to the. And it's, let me tell you something funny. The Catholic parish house was next to the EP church, <laughs> so. So I used to go for catechism at the Catholic Parish House, mm. which was just across the EP Church, and the EP okay. Church. So basically, the EP Church was next to the Pentecost Church, which was <laughs> which was opposite to a school called yeah. Gospel International School, and so you could actually pass through Gospel School and enter the Parish House through the back. Yeah, and these were the kind this of songs we used to sing. Yeah. You
5: know, I always. Um no,
4: okay. That's how I, I g- got to know Angel Carbonu and his family. And his family. Yeah. Queen of Peace. Yes. So, actually, Angel's father is my brother's godfather. hmm
5: yeah. 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 Angel of Nagrats. They are,
4: they, are for, they are a family of great musicians.
5: Really? All of them. Oh, yes. Ken is the... All that's of right, them. That's right. All, that's all right. of
4: them. Or even Angel can play. All of them. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Angel. Angel should...
4: If I can Nagrat
5: Nagrat <laughs> exactly. can do that for so people be singing, Nagrat we want
2: cola.
5: No 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 Give no It's no, no. <laughs> our money now. <laughs> then kill <Ken>, them. <laughs> you know. Sometimes I uh, can come Yes uh, <laughs> <So now.
2: laughs>
4: so. a hello cook, like, it's okay, so. But exactly. for a long time he was the most popular MC in Ghana. Ken. Yeah. So this is a shout to all my friends in the EP Church. This is a shout to all my friends in the EP Church. Really, really nice times. You, you know? know, I
5: was, uh, over the weekend, I attended yeah. a funeral at uh, Presby Church in Shashi. Okay. Right? And I was saying because... This okay, is Presby, my family, Presby. This is Presby, Presby. Okay. But I always, you know, because I'm Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, I know the order of mass. You everything, know, like the is backyard, everything is predictable. Everything, you know. But anytime I go to another denomination, I'm always wondering, okay, what's going to happen next? Unless it's maybe... African, Are you kidding me? or Presby uh, you always get confused presby- for a funeral, cause Presby
4: is so unpredictable
5: re- uh-huh, because you're a Presby do <laughs> so no, you understand
4: know, I'm not Presby but,
5: but, <laughs> but I, be- I know exactly order of mass funeral mass I know what's no. coming but because you're I'm like Pres- I'm sorry, Presby service I'm like yeah. so what's happening next are they gonna
4: if a, if a
1: like, presbyte
4: church is confusing for you <laughs> then when you come to a charismatic Charlie, church Charlie, Charlie. You, then, then Charlie will, you think you're in a different religion
5: you go to a charismatic church there's a lot of singing yes I'm like okay when are they going to There's also a lot of spontaneity So for example When sm- we, we went
4: to Nathan's wedding at um, Yes, yes, yes uh, What do you call it? Uh, Preparis. Preparis, so yeah. the guys sang a bit They mm-hmm. did the opening prayer Then the pastor came We did the order of service more Then some <laughs> choir came to sing a bit You know <laughs> like, I'm never quite sure where we are in the whole thing I think for between the predictability of the Catholic Church And yeah. the spontaneity of the charismatic yes. The truth is somewhere down the middle <laughs> Oh, but, I, I, but honestly speaking, I want to just comment the Better Revival Choir. Because, you oh, see, yeah. till they came to the scene, there weren't that many ever songs. Mm, Do you know? Mm. There's a lot of actually songs, okay? I'll then there's a lot us. of gang songs as well. Joe metal has done well. A few of the gang guys have it's come you. up. But ever songs haven't be. really been given that prominence on radio, airplay. Very true. You know, they've not been... Contemporized I'm using mm-hmm. that word. a very, very bad word. But I think they sort of brought some revival of the whole thing. No pun intended. You know? It's true. And I feel Henry Dutchman and his team. I'll tell you something. When I was in Lagos, yeah, the, there was a set of guys at KNUST. Mm-hmm. This is um, the year group ahead of me. Like three mm-hmm. groups. Th- th- like I finished in Lagos in 2004. So mm-hmm. like this is Tech 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. I think they've produced some of the best musicians in mm-hmm. Ghana. I'll give you examples. example. So Uncle Atu was part of that group. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kofidia Anto. Koda is part of that group. There's a guy called Jerry. He used to play for Lighthouse. It's a light-skinned guy. Then Henry Dachomo, who is the, who is the, uh, head, better revival choir guy. Then there's Neo Kai. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, know, I don't, there's a guy called Selom Ameuga Swinger. This is like one group of people. Mm-hmm. They've, I think that group has really influenced Ghana's music in mm. a very unique way. It, it, it's amazing. So, Henry was, Henry was the part of their, their keyboard. He and Jerry were playing. They had a group called uh, Gospel Explode. Mm. This is like a group of mass choirs or whatever. And if you listen to what he's done with the Bethel choir, and Bethel choir is a normal church choir, like a global evangelical yeah. church, which is like a Presbyterian church, charismatic kind of thing so it's a normal choir
5: doing super normal things
4: amazing All right, so so I'm in that mood this morning to play a few of the of the songs for you.
5: But it's nice, you know. You mentioned choir, so like yeah. in the US, you've got the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. You know, You've got the the um, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. You've got these choirs. One of my that, favorite like US choirs said. is
4: called the Mississippi, Mississippi Mass, Mass Choir. Mass choir. Uh-huh. Mississippi Mass Choir. Is you know, so. it Yeah, I think you're right. We should do more choirs. You know, I'll tell you something. City used to do a, a, a city. We used to do a program called Toda Praise. Mm. At the time you we were in the US, mm. two thousand and five, two thousand and six, two thousand and seven where we would invite church choirs mm-hmm. to come and sing. It was successful for a while, and then it sort of metamorphosed into something else. Oh. Yeah. Because, you see, to, to get choirs to a venue, you need a big venue, because yeah. choirs are already big. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. we, we had that. It was like an intellectual of mm. a sort. We did it for like five years. Oh. oh, yeah, 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 we did. We did. I remember. We, 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 did, we did some at Winners Chapel and at a few other places. <laughs> so maybe we should do another choir event. Mm-hmm.
11: a
2: choir. Anyway.
4: So get the Bethel uh, album. It's the new, I think it's called Enyo. It's another great one. And another way of learning ever is to sing the hymns. I'm telling you, take an ever Bible or take an ever hymn now, and you get the words. Trust me. For me, I was lucky. I was able to because of my EP church. I could read ever. Actually, I can read an ever Bible. Yeah. Even though I can't preach in ever properly, (laughs) I will struggle. I will struggle with the encomiums. Is there? Yes, and you know. Geometry took him to you <laughs> sing ever. I can you this is Take Me Take Me. Special shout To Pastor Joseph Jevy Also part of that group And to my cousin Eya Kuklu Minutes to eight on a city breakfast show, it's a holiday edition, taking it light and slow, taking it exciting. And because it's been a tough year, we at Kimo Homes want to play a part in helping you complete your building project by offering you a 20% discount on all sanitary wear and kitchen sets from now till 20th July We're on the Spinters Road near Manette Junction. Harry House talks last. You may call 0244030411 or 0244334947. From the 1st of July All charging entities will be connected to the Ghana Revenue Authority common platform This will ensure that the 100 CD exemption per person on daily basis Is enforced across all mobile platforms Remember to link your Ghana card to your bank accounts And mobile numbers to enjoy the e-levy with exclusions If wrongfully charged the e-levy Contact your bank or telco Let your taxes work for you Let's build Ghana together Message brought to you by GRE, The Government of Ghana People of Ghana mental has improved by in the airway language <laughs> because for a girl man to be singing Tigbe Tigbe without an accent
2: it's
4: incredible I
5: I know Edwin, yeah, Edwin
4: yeah Edwin Danson also sang on the album oh, Helen he wrote, he sang. This. actually okay. what they did was they assembled non-averse to sing almost mm. all the songs to just universalize the song yeah it was a massive project they should have had you on as well mm. <laughs> <laughs> and beginning 4 July All Peugeot and Citroen owners Can visit any Silver Star Auto Workshop in Accra, Tema or Kumasi, And enjoy free diagnosis of their vehicles And a 15% discount on spare parts And any service delivery If you own a Peugeot or Citroen This is the news you've been waiting for For more 29 July Visit our Facebook and Instagram pages To book your slot Silver Star Auto Your trusted partner And I'm sure you know that having a generator is no longer a luxury. Mm. It's now a must-have, whether you are at home, an office, a factory, a hospital, or a supermarket. Now I've talked to GNJ Technical Services. They have a hundred percent indigenous company with almost thirty years experience in generators. Their generators are efficient, reliable, quality, durable, and backed up by unique twenty-four-seven after sales support. Call zero two four four one seven zero two one two. Locate us on the Kolebu Motri Road. Asokwa on the Babaya Stadium Road near Komasi City Mall. And you know Nathan's brother was part of that tech group? Oh, yeah, Nana him. He was part of that group as well. Oh. You know, I always say creativity and uh, almost every good thing comes out of an ecosystem. So you don't need like people from so many places. Once you have the right environment and you have the right atmosphere, yeah. you can produce like so many great things. It's like leadership as well. Hmm. you know you can produce a generation of leaders from you'd be surprised that maybe one or two uh, mentors would have mentored a hundred of them mm-hmm. you know a lot of people talk about how when they were in the Brie girls they had this headmistress or when they went Wesley girls they had this headmistress, or they had this teacher and out of like pre-seconds we have mrs champong who i can say mentored like probably 15 generations of just leaders a lot of them are doing very well just one woman Right. So it doesn't take so much to produce something great. And listen to all these musicians doing so well now. Most of them were just doing it for fun on campus. But now you can see how so many of them are doing great music. You know. So when you when you have when when you get something to do, don't think that oh I'm just teaching it. Like let's assume you are teaching music. So maybe you have a a music school where you want to teach like girls between or kids between age eight and twelve and you do it for ten years. You'll be surprised that out of that group will come like a world class somebody you know so people shouldn't you don't need um, a world stage to produce a world champion you know like the guy who trained azuma they were just doing it in buko but like the guy is now a world star whatever so sometimes you do doing something local you're on temples and you're singing you're rehearsing every day and you have like a group of people with you who's playing 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 you wake up one day and realize Charlie, these guys have spawned a whole generation of world-class musicians and that's what the tech thing has done. Let me end this session with another of my favorites. This one is from Emoji. And my favorite song on this one is a song in um, the Krobo language. But it's the third or fourth song. Listen. So sometimes, you, you just listen. When we get to that song, you'll hear one of my favorite phrase songs around this period. Emoji. the song. Do you understand this song? <laughs> so this song may be too much. You know, uh, Krobo is not too far from ever, so I get it. It's So basically, I think we, we, we have we have a certain God. Wange, 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 mawuko. So Mau like... we have a certain God. We have a God. And then he says, David Imanchepo. David, even David the king, he, he, he stood up and danced. David, manchapo, etc, So they are using, you know, in, like in, a, Yeah, like if you say in God, Joe. But probably yeah. say, e, e, he got up and danced. Okay. Because we have a God. It's a very nice simple song. I love it. I, I don't know where they, who, who created the song. It's a bit too much. I'll go back to the <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right.
4: A few shouts coming in. Special shouts to the people of Hope for the massive turnout for the annual album launch concert and the entire Global Evangelical Church. The reception was massive. Coming in from David Asirome. You
2: know,
4: you know my favorite instrument, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to think it was the bees
5: <laughs> Anything in the brass family Charlie, like?
4: if, if there's no horns The song <laughs> yes. is incomplete Happy birthday to my mom Madame Victoria Aholudo Wishing her long life from prosperity I think I read this already All right, I'm going to do something briefly before I review the the lecture. I saw a post by Theo Echampong, and I feel we should just talk about it for a few minutes. I don't know if he tagged me, but it came on my, my timeline. And I think it's a very, very important post he's made. So he quotes somebody called uh, EK or AK Mensa, and he says AK e. Mensa writes. Now, look, you will know this. French fries cost around forty CDs or five dollars in Accra. Like he said, I I mean, how? No, I'm reading the. I'm reading a guy. Who, so he says French fries cost around forty dollars or five uh, Forty cedis or five dollars in Accra. I mean, how? French fries in Germany cost around two euro. And even in Nairobi, Kenya, fries are junk food women don't even want to eat. Why do things cost unnecessarily here? And why do we hype and exaggerate things here? For example, in Ghana, a lady associates eating French fries and chicken with bigness and luxury. Me, junk food and imported taste equal pressure on the CD for dollars and our balance of payments. Mm-hmm. Do we grow potatoes in Ghana? Why can't we substitute with yam, cocoa yam, cassava and sweet potatoes? Let me illustrate with an example. Nigeria has been using its trade policy tools to support an active import substitution policy for various staples. We can see that with them becoming self-sufficient in rice production. Recently, Nigeria has put a ban on buying dollars to import milk. This has prompted multinational dairy companies such as Denmark-based Area Foods and French-owned Danone, who produce Danone milk, to invest in cattle farms in Africa's biggest economy. The Central Bank of Nigeria rations dollars and has banned or barred importers of 45 products, including milk, from accessing foreign exchange from the authorized market, which is tightly controlled. Nigeria operates multiple exchange rates with an official rate that is 45% cheaper than an unofficial price. Aria is investing $10 million on a cattle farm in Nigeria's northern Kaduna state, Jimmy John Mack, a general manager of the company, said. The company will be able to buy foreign exchange to import 400 cows in August and increase the number to 1,150 over the next five years, John Mark said. It also plans to partner the Kaduna administration to buy milk from 1,000 pastoralists in a state-built grazing reserve. So basically, the government banned dollars for certain product category of imports, including milk. And... um, the, the question I have is, so the way people are eating French fries, people are eating uh, chicken from all these outlets, the people doing the, the product will say they have a certain specification for the potatoes they use. Yes. But if Ghana is probably the second or third largest producer of yam in Africa, we also produce sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. why should a company come and set up in Accra from U.S.? and import potato chips from the U.S. to Ghana, you know. And I feel it's something we should really talk about. Mm -hmm. Some of the challenges with our economy in terms of all this dollar thing, they don't seem to change because we are not changing our behavior. And I think the government must be a a bit stricter on making foreign currency available for certain categories of products. Number two, I think they should qualify or put more conditions on FDI, or so-called FDI. If you're coming in to do something like French fries, I mean, why do you need to bring yam or potatoes from South Africa or wherever? Put, put yam on the sea and put it for for two weeks. Bring it to Accra so you freeze it, come and thaw it and fry it for us to eat. When we are producing yam or when we can't produce yam in all parts of the country, this is what, what, this is what we mean by an economy that's not well integrated. And I think our economic managers must be more serious with these issues. You know, so when somebody comes and says I'm coming to do a $1 billion investment in something, you need to say, well, you can come and sell to our people, but I'm not going to bring any yam from anywhere. You know, Guinness used to use uh, their, they call it, um, what do they even call it? hops, they used to import it. Now they use sogum made in Ghana. They grow it. They actually invested in In farms farms to use sogum to do so. Now the new bottle malt, the PET bottle, is made with locally produced and then some beer companies also use cassava from Ghana. For me, I think that I I don't want to listen to uh, politicians just say they are going to do this or that. They should show by their policy actions that they are serious about this. Continued fall of the city. You know? I don't know what they're afraid of when somebody wants... To, because a lot of these companies already get tax exemptions. So if somebody's coming to invest in your country, you have to tell them that, look, in Ghana, we don't allow you to import this type of thing. And then you force the companies to invest. So you see, when you do that, they now invest in the farms. Mm-hmm. In Ghana. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any company will say, it's not cheaper to grow your own yam here.
5: Or to even raise fowl, chicken.
4: You know? <laughs> I mean... I'm told over two-thirds of the world's arable land is now in Africa. Ghana has, we are of a few countries with a river split across the country. We have a lot of arable land. We should not be importing food. We should not be importing French fries. A lot of the rice that the people eat is still imported. And we wonder why the city is always suffering. Today, I don't want to do heavy lifting economics, but I just want to say that people's tastes have been shaped by economic policy. And the government must use policy more intelligently. Mm. The government must use... As this man I was reading a story about Namibia producing such good quality beef that we're going to import beef from there. You know, it was eat over the weekend. Yeah. I was watching a report where the reporter was saying, Charlie, the, 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 the sheep are too lean and they are too expensive. You know, we need to invest in ranches. We need to invest in that area of business. It may not be our competitive advantage, but we know that with our two big festivals, Christmas and the Eid, a lot of meat is consumed.
5: And there's the opportunity to export. If we are willing to import from other countries, why can't we raise an industry to the point that we also export?
4: Namibia is now exporting beef to Ghana. And I have no problem with Namibia bringing Mm. beef here. It's a good thing. It tells you that we can do it in Africa. Mm. And I'm told the quality of beef is so good that even the U.S. imports beef from Namibia. The, no. US the US imports beef.
5: Beef. beef nation
4: yes the, the US Im- because they say namibia beef is organic they don't they only feed them with grass mm. so even you know the, the US farms some of them use other things a lot. to get the cows to grow fast fat quickly mm-hmm. the Na- namibians have have perfected the, the the craft of i don't know why it's a craft mm-hmm. the technology the science of, of the science of raising organic, organic organically beef. fed organic cows. beef mm-hmm. and so we're buying beef from Namibia. Yes. You know, the story says um, Namibia is renowned for its beef exports and related products. While Ghana is a major meat importer. The beef from Namibia is grass-fed with no added hormones, which makes it unique. With the high quality of breed, it is not surprising that Namibia in February 2020 became the first African country. Can, you might think about that. The first African country eligible to export meat to the U.S., Think of all the things Africans import from the U.S. Think of all the things Africans import from the U.S. Mm. Yet the the U.S. for the past hundred years has not imported any meat from Africa except 2020. Can you imagine? You know. So we are we are free trade is not a, is not fair. Free trade is not free. No country. I I think there are more wars fought over trade than over many things. If you go to WTO. WTO is full of lawsuits. I was at WTO in May 2019. They they, they have more lawyers than economists at the WTO because trade is very legal and very, very... It's almost like a national security issue. China and India are fighting the West over thousands of patents. Everybody wants to protect access to their markets. We are the only country that allows everything to be dumped here. And then we don't support add value to anything we produce. So we only get coins for selling raw things. Now, what is happening in, in Sri Lanka should tell our leaders that rhetoric and poor leadership will not will not go unpunished if they don't change the way they lead. And part of the problem is that the world economic order has kept some people very, very poor. And African countries must, beyond their rhetoric, find new ways of protecting their citizens. They must come up with new ways of creating opportunity for their citizens. Give them access to industries. We are, we are, we've opened our market and we are creating jobs for people from other parts of the world to come and enjoy. Why are people wallow in poverty? We have arable land, we still import food. I think it's, it's, it's not correct that you have the Volta Lake for a long time, the largest man-made lake in the world. You have some of the best soils in the world. You import over $10 million worth of rice, you import chicken. You import everything you eat. And when there's a war in Ukraine, you don't have bread. You can't even enforce a policy to use local meat materials in your bread. So you have to go to Ukraine and beg them to stop the war so you can eat bread. And if this doesn't change Africa's leaders and our thinking, you know, a new generation will arise who will take over because this generation of leaders have failed us that we cannot even feed ourselves. As a continent, and the food we eat is all foreign, you know. So please, this is not a, this is a holiday. I don't want to, I don't want to do my normal thing today. I'm just advising us. It's eight twenty. I see you are eating bread this morning, but you are drinking yeah. eco juice. are drinking eco juice.
0: Made in Ghana.
4: How good is it? It's good. It's good. Yeah. How much is I, it?
5: It's, I make a conscious effort. Yeah, conscious not, I, I, I've, I've seen that like you you've been, you been trying. Be you've been, trying to, you've been trying
4: to drink this a kumfi juice. Not I, just
5: with the kumfi, but with a lot of things. I, I really do try to make that in conscious effort. your choices. Effort. Yes. I yeah. think it has to be a deliberate thing for the most yeah. part, as much as we can. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it may not be possible in all things, but as mm. much as you can, mm. I think, for certain things that you use, whether it's FMCGs or, you know, just everyday items that... Mm-hmm. You, you, you frequently purchase, I think, let's be a bit, which is why I think, this
4: is why I think that this is Ghana thing is important because Mm -hmm. you see, sometimes people don't know that the products even exist because the products can't even get shelf space. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's good to use the media to highlight the products. Mm -hmm. So local rice brands, local juices, Mm -hmm. local jams, local madrines and all these things. It's very important to consciously, um, Frame your palate So for example My kids I, I try hard Not for them to be eating Too much pizza And those things mm. It's like Oh we want to eat pizza We want to eat this
5: Special occasion. Yeah
4: once in a while You eat But You know Eat local rice mm. Don't tell me There's no rice They almost I am me called And said Oh there's no rice In the house This is like 5 years ago Why? Because the rice left Is local rice Oh This is like 2018 <laughs> Like what are you talking about? <laughs> there's rice There's so rice now Can you local rice? Hey, hey. Now, no, no, we don't do that. Wow, they must—they eat local rice. They—they yeah, they yeah. eat it a lot. It's the know?
5: best, anyway, in my opinion. They eat local it rice.
4: yeah. So on the twenty-eighth and twenty-twenty-seventh and twenty-eighth of um, next month, we are bringing together just is not just um products, but also innovation. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, when I was in Ho for the Voter Fair, Ho had some very, very new ingenious tools technology they use in farming doing all kinds of things you exhibit some of those to show the technological capability of the country as well now we are building cars in ghana might come and show us how they're doing it so it's called this is ghana this is ghana it's not just selling small things it's also making things because a country cannot a country cannot be independent if you cannot make things You have to learn how to make things.
8: But The the development story of the big boys, Mm -hmm. when you go through their stories, there's always a chapter on making things. Mm -hmm. And you cannot progress if you can't make things. You cannot keep selling Mm -hmm. or you cannot keep trading with the world when all you have to offer are just raw material. It doesn't work. It will not build anything. Mm -hmm. It will not grow anything. You will not grow any muscle. You will not have a proper seat at the table. Mm -hmm. So so I'm happy that we have this initiative just to remind those who haven't yet entered the space that it is possible to make Mm -hmm. and to inspire those who are making that it is possible to make more on a bigger scale.
4: Very important. And
8: I and I feel that that you talk about scale and I think it's important. People are doing things but I think we need to prop them up to do a bit more. Mm
4: -hmm. So we will show at the this is Ghana Fair things that we are making. So I, I think it's a very important part of discussion. It's not only things that we are buying to resell, mm-hmm. because I think Ghanaians are very skilled at buying and selling. All right? But people can make people can make cakes, can create juice. This shirt I'm wearing was made by somebody. People can make phones. Yeah. Now if you look at the human body, belts, shoes, underwear, earrings, hair extensions, watches. Rings, nail clippers, all these things are made by people. Right, just look at what let's let's take Nathan as an example. The things is where how many of them were made here? So, my shirt you can say was made here. Somebody added value to material, maybe they'd made the material somewhere in China, Mm. but this looks like made in Ghana. All right, then the trousers we just buy. Somebody should be able to make trousers. There are companies making clothes in Ghana, all right. Dignity DTT and co There are companies making clothes. We had a couple of them on the business uh, cool. festival, companies that make things, all right? Then we're talking about shoes, Kumasi Shoe Factory. We have almost a half a million people right B C. Imagine if we had a school shoe footing program and then we said we will give the contract to five local companies. You know, our, our political people, they always talk, they don't want to do what they have to do. Even Mahama, he said they should buy shoe from Kumasi Shoe Factory. They said they won't buy. And was also looking at them. (laughs) You won't buy them. I'll also give you the money. Because I remember he said, oh, the soldiers and things should procure shoes for the commercial shoe factory. They said, oh, they have made some agreement. Really? Parliament will say, well, we have three top shoe factories in Ghana. They they, they are going to uh, produce shoes for our soldiers. They have to learn how to do it and we have to buy it. But we don't do it because somebody will get their contract to import it and sell and make a cut. So in Ghana, the big business in town is buy something, put something on top and make a cut. That's our understanding of business. Meanwhile, business is not just buy and put something on top. You can also make something. But the Ghanaian... Let me go to Dubai. I'm going first go to... First, first selection.
2: That's
4: the way we conceptualize business. You go and buy, add but we must learn to make. So let's encourage the makers, the makers too. But you see,
8: now, that, now that you've mentioned that, I also think it's important that we also look at the other side mm. of the equation. You know, in math class, they'll say what you do for one side, mm-hmm. do for the other. You mm-hmm. know, it's, we are, and making is good. Mm-hmm. I also feel that we also need to draw in the people with the money, the mm-hmm. banks and the financial institutions. What can they do mm-hmm. to support that industry? Because that industry, making at whatever level, it's cash intensive.
4: It's very important. At
8: whatever level it is, it requires a lot of money. And I feel that we need to bring the banks to the table. Yeah. Maybe they might make an argument and say, what kind of environment have we created for, for them to thrive such that they can give good financial support to the people who want to make. So mm-hmm. I feel that it's, it's a very important part of that conversation, the access to finance.
4: I was looking at the financials of the top 10 banks in Ghana and you know there's something they call their loan book mm-hmm. so where do they lend money a lot of them still lend money to services they lend money to trade so people who go and buy and sell you know they 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 they, they, they some of it goes into manufacturing but it's a very low percentage Every, even a lower percentage goes into agriculture and again some of this is incentives so me i'm not for make a law to force somebody's money so give them an incentive to sponsor People who make things uh-huh. and also help them to get access to cheaper sources of finance. It's not everybody who needs a bank. That's why I have the development bank. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying, let's get serious and stop the talking. Yeah, that's because we know what to do. See, there are countries that have done better than us, not because they've given speeches, they do what they have to do. You know, and for me, they execute. Everybody must use what they have to create what they want. We have a radio station and a TV station. So we said, okay, let's assemble 200 people to come and exhibit what they have. Let's use the power of our credibility in the market to bring people together to come and buy or see. But we need to do it in a more concerted way. The government, the Ministry of Trade, you know, we, we have to get it because you see, the future of our country is at stake. The survival of the, the country is at stake. And if we don't become more serious and deliberate mm-hmm. about this thing called import substitution, mm-hmm. where we say we are going to give our makers the right place those who make things. If anything, that that when I'm making things, you save foreign exchange, and you also give people skill. So if you if you make things, you save expensive foreign currency, and use the foreign currency to buy things you can't make, and then you you create the know-how. So your polytechnic graduates know how to make shoes. They can make radio sets. They can make phones. Can make phones they, can make they can make clothes. They can make, make shirts. shirts. Answer, it's not the so it's not people just going to Lagos to study admin to do to become an accountant. People who can make things, then you create an entrepreneurial class. So you are doing three things: you are solving uh, a foreign exchange problem, you are doing a human resource thing, and then you are also creating a class of business owners who understand how to turn around money. Not to go and buy food from America and add something to it, <laughs> but to make things. So we need an economy of makers, not buyers and sellers. This is the challenge Ghana is facing. Whoever becomes president, whoever becomes whichever party wins, that is the problem we faced. If we are not a nation of makers, we will not be free. Anyway, let me end with two quick announcements. Star Assurance is uh, engaging you to get easy access to all your stuff. Through a virtual assistant called Pukua. She gives you the ability to be anywhere and still buy or renew your motor insurance at any time. From the convenience of your home, office, beach, market, or anywhere. She responds quickly and effectively to your specific needs. Call 242 160 or dial short code Star 713-star two 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 hash. Meanwhile, as we celebrate the 70th anniversary of Nizam's longest running nameplate, the All concrete Patrol. We are offering amazing freebies on every Nissan Patrol you buy. Get a 12-month service plan, fuel vouchers, MacBook Air, iPhone 13 Pro while cruising in the best SUV ever. Call 244 or visit our showrooms. Japan Motors, driven by excellence. You know one day what I wanted to do? and List the things in my house or the things in my office or the things I'm wearing and then mention under each product list the places that they were made now a lot of products are not made in one country so if for example you are buying a phone you may the phone was made in china but it probably has like 10 parts some are from sri lanka some are from rwanda some are from belgium some are from the u.s and they put all together into factory in china and they assemble it so the chinese know how to make phones and so long as they know how to make phones and they know how to bring money together to make it. They will always have a say at the table. Their citizens will always have a future. Mm. We have focused on grammar type education, which was good in the sixties to help people become literate, to help administer the state, to help the British government run Ghana. But now we are a free independent country. Mm-hmm. We need to train people in agriculture, in extension service, in manufacturing of different products. We need to understand operations management, process management. Our polytechnics needs, needs to be tooled. Okay, so it's not about teacher training allowance and those things. <laughs> Give them the, the, the labs. When I was in Warwick University, there was a part of the university called the Warwick Manufacturing Group, where a lot of the cars we drive are designed there. They are a, a huge design lab. In a university, a huge design lab, and the for, industry, for the
8: thinkers and seers. <laughs>
4: you see, for a long time, Coventry was like one of the auto hubs, but the UK lost the auto. But one of the legacies of the auto industry was that they sponsored Warwick University to have this design lab yeah. at, in a place called the Warwick Manufacturing Group. So they are always designing cars and things. And guys, you should you should be a student there. It's practical. Okay, so this is linking university to industry to create value. Mm. Go to our polytechnics and do a casual look at their labs. Mm. Look at the conditions and how people are studying in polytechnics. You know, a lot of them don't have the tools to do the practical work. There's no industrial attachment. How can you be free as a country if all you do is go and buy things from China and come and sell to your citizens? Drive from across the go to the Kofradia market. All the shops are buying, they are selling unnecessary things batteries, charlie, buckets. Oh, but <laughs> those are, but those
5: are and all unnecessary. The, a lot of
4: those things are not. not you see, even those things mm-hmm. take, take an inventory of that Kofradia shop. Probably 10% of the things are made in Ghana, even Africa. Everything, if it's not China, is you, you, Dubai, Thailand. Do you understand? So, we have 30 million people who are supposed to be a market. We haven't trained the people to make anything. And therefore, we are not bringing wealth and prosperity to our people. People are still in poverty. Because the economic policy we are running only favors those who import. Because a few selfish politicians benefit from these importers and the rest of us have to suffer. This is the conversation. I'm going to say, when they come to you with the goodies, now they are voting for MPP, executives ask them their plan for industrialization ask them their plan to help people get jobs not sharing people nap coatings that's not what we are talking about proper jobs what is their vision so somebody says oh make me women organizer make me general secretary do they even understand the way the world works or they are coming to perpetuate what will make you poor and if you collect that 20 cds or whatever money and go and vote for them you are part of the problem because that's where the problem starts. You, you appoint people who only understand, what, what do I call it, transactional, convenient politics. They give you money, you vote for them, and then they perpetuate this economic order that keeps you poor, and you are happy. You must change that. Vote for people who understand what our real problem is. Our real problem is that our economy is not in our hands, and only a few people are benefiting. And our leaders don't have the impetus to change because it benefits them. And if you don't start voting for leaders who understand what the real economic issues are, we will remain poor. And your children will also be poor. That's the issue. But we can change our own destiny. Countries like Singapore change in 30 years. Let's learn to make things. It's not everybody who has to go to Legon to study admin or philosophy. (laughs) We don't need philosophers. We need people who can make things electrical parts, companies like Nexans cable metal, tropical cable, we should support them. Companies that make things. That's what we should support. Companies that make things. That's what this is about. We we should be a nation of makers. Makers of things. Building things. Let nobody lie to you that we can move from an agrarian economy to service-led economy what, what, what. No, it doesn't work. All the countries that have moved from third world to first world have, have done so on the basis of making things. Whether it's Korea, whether it's Singapore, whether it's Vietnam, whether it's China, they all make things. Don't buy this thing that, oh, let's do service, let something, something, let's be service. It's not true. Let's produce food to feed our citizens. Nobody can put a gun to your neck and say, eat rice from America. If I say I prefer rice grown in Volta region, that's what I'll eat with my money. You can't force me. So let's support people who produce things in Ghana and let's become a country of makers. This is my holiday message for the country. (laughs)
8: This
4: is my holiday address to the people of Ghana. Let me read a few messages and then we'll wrap up.
8: Okay. Isaac from Ayumensa says, I was surprised when I traveled through Lagos International Airport and discovered that the KFC over there uses local rice and tomato sauce made in Nigeria. Says, we can do it. All right. this one says, better than the team, the fries analysis is good. But if we are to empower our yam and potato market, will the government regulate the prices? Harry from Cantomans is asking. Duke is asking, please, what has happened to our trade fair center? Mm, big question. Sunny, we be a All right, this one. It says, there's a new abele mix. Mm. There's a new ability in town called Desert Popsicles. Mm-hmm. I need to buy you and your team one of that these days. It's solid. As for the nutritional mix. It's so unique. Kids, mm-hmm. kids who never like cereal will never resist. Think it. about
4: Rice Krispies, Cocoa Pops, Corn Flakes,
8: Famous Amos. All of these things
4: <laughs> you should be able to produce Cocoa, you know, well, Famous Amos. We'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, <laughs> when, when we come back, I'm going to take you. This year, one of the things <laughs> I've, I've started doing is to. Uh, bring academia closer to the citizens. So we've heard Audrey Gajepo's inaugural lecture. We heard yeah. Professor Dorichika's yeah. inaugural lecture. When I come back, I'm going to air Professor Martin Otting Abebio's inaugural lecture. He's a geographer of world standard. And his presentation was titled, Double Standards, Single Purpose, Deconstructing the Fence Wall for Sustainable Municipal Waste Management. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very important topic. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
6: This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
1: I'm Money lover.
2: This is City
1: 97.3. Many, but some don't unlike a barb Song Kiyavia, so fantastic. You must have some The gig is a bayakaman gymnastics. Babshaka Babshaka Ninaki. That's the way some other case watch that is a market. a baby. I'm coming to the local You are one of the more. You'll You don't have make good kids. So, one Sona bata sona, banana, na bandana. na kizo na restaurant
4: All right, sir. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Now,
8: see, why rent when you can buy your own two, three, and four-bedroom affordable luxury home at Tema Community 25? Get a whopping 15% 20, uh, 15% discount if you reserve before July 23 and be your landlord today from Selma Court. You can deposit 5,000 CDs to reserve our Dodua Hills and Pram, Pram Beach plot and spread the difference within a year or pay with exchange of executive cards for our land or houses. Enjoy facilities such as electricity, security, swimming pool, shopping center, gym, fitness center, asphalted inner roots all of that. Call Selma Court on zero five four zero six three three five six nine or 02493999 or visit selmacodsgh.com for more info. Now, it's important to safeguard your business against all forms of cyber attack and Safeline knows this too. That's why Selfline is offering a business bodyguard call the Selfline Internet and Business Solution SIPS. Now with SIPS, you are rest assured that hackers and scammers can't come near your business. Choose digital protection to protect your social media accounts from impersonation accounts. Disaster recovery, which helps you get back your systems minutes after disaster. Cyber protection for online activities and secure SAP one software to prevent attackers from gaining access to your network. Call Selfline today on 302 745 to book a demo now. Selfline better together. I'm
5: and are you thinking about getting a project started, paying your rent or fees for a course? Maybe you're worried and lamenting about how to pay off your expensive loan or rebook a new loan at a cheaper rate. Worry no more. First Atlantic Bank's controller loan is your solution. So far as you're a government worker whose salary is paid by the controller and accountant general's department, you can apply for a loan of up to 150,000 Ghana CDs for all your pressing needs. Wait no longer. Visit any First Atlantic Bank branch near you today or dial star four. Two star three zero hash and apply and enjoy the lowest rates. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. And with the all-new Ghana Pay mobile money service, you can send and receive money at zero transaction fees, pay your bills, buy airtime and data, transfer money to and from your bank accounts, and do so much more. Register for Ghana Pay by downloading the Ghana Pay app from the Play Store or App Store. You can also register by dialing star 707 hash or visit any branch of your selected bank to pay your money your way. Ghana Pay is a GIPS and Ghana Association of Banks collaboration.
8: Alright, now can you imagine over 1 million CDs raining on people everywhere? making hey. rain, really? rain, make it rain, make it rain. That's thanks to the Airtel to go Mr. Reloaded because it's back. From now till September this year, you can command your own money shower and win your share of 1 million CDs. Just dial star 500 hash to check your weekly um, AT Money calls, data targets to enter the promo. Send more money, make lots of payments and cash out on AT Money. Now you can get in touch uh, with Airtel Tigo and remember that if you win zero two six zero uh, zero one hundred, 00100 that's the only number that will call you if you've won. All other numbers, NASCAM So please take part in the Airtel Tigo Tugumiso Reloaded promo. Airtel Tigo, life is simple. <laughs> Now, cocoa, or is it cocoa? Cocoa, dairy-free. K-O-K-O.
4: okay Coco.
8: yes, cocoa. Is it's fully it. b- plant-based milk, mm. dairy-free, lactose-free, cholesterol-free, GMO-free, soya-free, allergy-free, mm. gluten-free, sugar-free, 100% vegan. And that's the way you want to live your life. Now, mm. they've got six exciting variants. Cocoa Original, Cocoa Unsweetened, Cocoa Super, Cocoa Life, Cocoa
4: Barista, it's Cocoa. cocoa.
8: Yeah, and
7: like cocoa, cocoa chocolate, co- uh, cocoa,
4: cocoa, cocoa uh,
8: sweet, cocoa milk. Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. You know, my cocoa my milk
4: is cocoa water.
8: Uh, okay, <laughs> cocoa water. It's, it's approved by the Vegan Society, UK, cocoa. and yeah. FDA. You can find, uh, you right. know, uh, cocoa. Cocoa. cocoa cocoa milk yes. at Melcom shops, NSKV shops, Barter Total and all supermarkets. For enquiries, call zero two seven four 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 zero one eight zero. Visit their Facebook page, Cocoa Diary Free Thank GH. You. <laughs>
5: Now, we all want our kids to do well in school and in life. That's why they need grit, and sport teaches grit so, so, so well. Sport teaches them how to bounce back no matter how many times they fall and to keep shooting for their goals and stay disciplined, even when things take long. When they build grit in sport, they build it for life. Help your champion build grit today through sports. Energize them with a nourishing cup of Milo to go further. When they learn grit in sport, they'll keep it for life. Milo, the energy to go further. And are you insured? Maybe you have health insurance. What about car insurance or liability? How do you find the claims process? Is it confusing? Is it complicated? Well, the Insurance Awareness Coordinators Group and the German Development Corporation through GIZ, in collaboration with the National Insurance Commission and other stakeholders, have launched a new awareness campaign on insurance pays. The insurance pay campaign educates and answers all concerns about legitimate claims process in Ghana. Now, if you're an insurance policy holder, then the industry of Ghana has a simple message for you – to make a legitimate claim, just notify, submit, and get paid. Follow the Insurance Pays campaign on all social media platforms or call 552 559 Now, on social media, it is at InsurancePaysGH. Remember, Insurance Pays, notify, submit, get paid.
8: And the electricity, of, uh, electricity company of Ghana, they are telling people that the 6th of July, that was when the moratorium of getting your issues sorted um, with them ended. However, following the positive feedback, the moratorium has been extended to the 20th of July. That's the last one, last, last, last deadline. So for those who have meters but don't receive bills, those who do not purchase credit, those who are 40 meters, those who have tampered or tampered and bypass the amittance, please go and sort out your issues. Because after the 20th of July, there are no mercy for you. If you are caught stealing power, you'll be arrested. Your names will be published widely in the dailies.
4: Alright, so we're taking you to this lecture that was delivered by Professor Martin Otinga Biu. He works at the University of Ghana. He's a provost of the College of Education for many years, one of the uh, professors of geography and resource development. His inaugural lecture was titled Double Standard, Single Purpose, Deconstructing the Wall of Sustainable Municipal Waste Management. He has everything you need to know about managing our urban spaces, uh, recycling, all the conversations around sustainability, captured in this very brilliant lecture. Enjoy.
14: My lecture appears to be pregnant with a lot of meanings and it should. It should because we need to solve this problem once and for all. The problem of waste is a problem that we've all talked about it in our individual homes. And I and I think that at our, our own levels we do. Either we are not talking about it right, or we are not talking about it the way we have to talk about it. So, I thought that in my academic career, I, I I spoke about the fact that initially I was talking about resource. What resource? I mean, what research talked about? In the mainstream, and then I started talking about theories. My Focus has been recently on policy. My thinking is, and it is right, when it comes to waste management, our policymakers have—they have virtually left it to the citizenry to, to decide. It's a subject matter that they think that oh, and it's always said and they, they get away with it that it's an attitudinal attitudinal and we all blame the citizenry. My thinking is that It's a misplaced, and I will demonstrate from my research that it's misplaced. It's misplaced because all of us, all of us, all of us, all, we go to the UK and we go to the US. When we get there, we don't do the things that we do here. We don't do because there's some law that you have to follow. And you will definitely follow. When it comes to Ghana and we are not following it, there should be something wrong. It's policy. Then we need to talk about it. My interest in this lecture is as much as possible to try to, as it were, rekindle our spirit in environmental management. Let's see what we have assumed for a very long time. And if we can do things better. That is the reason why I chose the topic that I chose. And I informed the VC that it's pregnant. That yes, it can, uh, it can go through a topic. I'm not very much interested. <clears throat> but let it go. Let's all think through at the end of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, My good friends and foes, I want you to open your minds to what I'm going to turn out. If I make some sense, please let's try and enforce it. Because we cannot continue to do the same thing and expect differently. I will de- do this in, in five cohorts. I will try to give a, an introductory comment to tell us what the government has done, and they are doing extremely well. I will then go back to the history. From colonial time, what we have done and see what we are doing is in consonance with what even those days they did it. Too. I would then try to bring out some double standards in our our way of doing things. Once I've done that, I'll try and put up a way for it. Well you don't criticise without giving away for it. Where what what should we do to get to where we want to get to? I'll do that. Finally, I'll give you a question. And I do that with, with passion. I do that with without any political motive, with passion. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, waste management is about our life it's about society it's about how we manage our life It's not about who is. Well, it doesn't matter. I will do that in a you. So, what is about waste management that we have to know? Madam Inequalities in our service provision has long as part of our society. The 35th anniversary of Ghana Engineers of Society organized lectures in 2004 about waste management and the way forward. Then in 2005, the interministerial organization organized a fanfare on how to keep our environment clean. Indeed, not too long ago, in 2017, our President, the President of the Republic, formed a ministry that is supposed to take care of waste management. Indeed, in 2019, the President picked a delegation to Rwanda to study how they were managing their waste. Apparently, they were doing things better. Rwanda today is the the cleanest city in Africa. Before this intervention, former President John Mahama had introduced the Clean Your Environment campaign in November 2014 where, occasionally, people were asked to come to clean, to clean their environment. Let me say this, that that wasn't a novel. It wasn't something that was new, because my boss, President Jerry John Rawls, used to also organize people to come up occasionally to clean the environment. The truth of the matter today is that the government is prepared to pay waste management companies money to take our waste and dump it. The government will pay it. I don't know the reason, but we will talk about it at the later stage. But the government pays them to dump waste. Now we the fact that in our policy, the waste has been described as goods in transit. we we'll talk about it. Our studies have revealed as we speak today, we have 136 laws, regulations, IELTS, on which one event. today, So it's not a question about we don't have the laws. We have 136 laws on which, in Ghana. Perhaps the last one is the, the, the the sanitation levy law. And I can tell you without any fear of contradiction that as, as at 17th May 2002, 17th May 2002, government has accrued 196,597,153 500, Ghana cities from that 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 level the point I'm trying to say is that if it's about we ghanaians responding to government policy we have done more than enough we have I'm going to present this and end up and saying that. If there's any shortfall in waste management in Ghana, it's the policy makers. They have, a, in fact, anybody who talks about attitudinal, the citizen, the people, is misplaced. No. There's nothing like that. The honest lies straight on the government. Our governments. They take the chunk of the responsibility. Indeed, listen. Waste management has two components. The software and the hardware. The software deals with the regulations which Government controls and the hardware deals with the 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 landfills, those things. All these are capital-intensive issues. Government have to. Anytime government cannot do that, you liaise with the private sector and you create the enabling environment. For the private service to do that. Anytime you create the enabling environment and you you have an interest in that, forget it. Madam Chair, in 2011, if you may recall, Government Institute. This plastic levy, where the government was charging or is charging 10% of levy on anybody who brings raw plastic into the country. That is 2011. the citizens shiplessly obeyed and have been paying since 2011 and take it from me from 2011 nobody has known where that money has gone It's a fact. I'm not government charges 10% on plastics recyclers for bringing in plastics so that they can take care of the plastic waste. I'm not very sure whether that is done. These are not enough. Indeed, we have the Center of Scientific Research in 2019. They came out with a policy. They came up with a chimney where they can, they can burn with at a thousand degrees Fahrenheit into ash. And they use the ash as a raw material to produce fertilizer. It's still in the coma. Nobody knows about this innovation. It's, it's not an individual. It's a public sector. And they can only come up with innovation and they need government support. At, 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 at the private sector level, we have a company in Tema, Servicena. An individual company that can turn with into energy. They can, they can turn organic with the array machine can think with and turn into energy. They can turn the water from the sludge. The shift if you want me to use the right way. into irrigation water. Those who follow the media very well, they are in court of government. Who, that's what. My point is this: These mass watering initi- initiatives have not, as, have, as we speak, they have not had any positive impact on our waste management practices in the country. They haven't, Accra. That's our economic hub, administrative hub, socio-economic hub, stinks. across stinks. That is the word that I want to use. It stinks above. And that's the truth. Anybody who gives you the different picture is, is massaging the truth. The truth of the matter is across things. Go to Kwelebu. It is the hub of our health service. It stinks. Go to Kaneshi Market. It stinks. Go to Makola. It stinks. Across things. So we should be worried. You and I should be worried because I will demonstrate to you Wherever you sit today, you are also culpable, perhaps enjoying the fruits of bad environmental management. This is what I want to explain to you about what is waste management. And perhaps this will help us to understand the story better. Ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about waste management, we are not, we are not talking about taking waste from Legon to Pantine to Dap. No, that's a college. Waste management is a process. It's something that moves from one step to the other. It is something that we need to think about it. It is something that we don't... And I've described what we do as a stomach-direction approach. That's a waste management. What we do here... Today, and I will be very emphatic on that, is that we are doing waste collection. You are collecting from one point and deposits at another point. That's waste collection. Waste management goes through processes and. I don't know whether you can see my graphical explanation very well. Listen, anybody who has stayed in a village would understand this process. When my mom made her soul rest in perfect peace, when she was alive, as she peeled her cassava, she had a basket that she peeled it in. But the cassava pill was going to the, the good pent, isn't it? Going to use it to feed the good. They use it. Even when they had a good bottle, they don't throw it away. They put it there for a rainy day. Our system here is extremely different. So if you move from waste collection from and, and I, I and I brought up a lot of I don't know whether you are seeing very well, the first cohort. Different types of waste collection. Then you go to the waste transportation. That is government responsibility that is waste making waste is my responsibility the individual's responsibility but with transportation and disposal it's not it is not my responsibility it is the responsibility of the government the one who takes my tax the one who I pay who govern me it's not my responsibility Anybody who tells you that uh, people are irresponsible. Irresponsible. They don't say who is an a lazy man's approach it. My brother and sister, we all get the the, the develop world, we go there. Do we, for one moment, decide to do what we do here? Just, just that. (laughs) I call my one day in, in the U.S. from certain airline to, and we're using the boots. And I had, the previous night, I had misbehaved. So I needed some, some liquid. So I went to the cage to buy soda. I didn't know uh, that they call it soda. But eventually I got to know. So I bought soda. And it came with some t- fries, chips. My interest was not in the chips. I was interested in the soda, as it were. So I crumbled the... Kwaku, I crumbled the... You were in the same ship. I crumbled the soda and put it under the seat. And here we are. This old lady, she was gazing at me for a very long time, walked to my, my seat where I had put the, the crabs, and picked it. Can you imagine? She came and picked it from where I was sitting and went and put in the in the bin close to me. I wish I could jump into the sea. where the system works people do best things I'm thinking that if we are allowing our system to work you will be there the next one And so, when we are talking about waste management, we are thinking about an extremely chain of activities. Where we start from, where I generate my waste. Where? Where, where the collection starts. Very important. How we store and transfer. Very important. In fact, in all these, in the house, when you are generating with in the local plants, when our mothers are generating with Peeling the cassava they have their intention. The cassava pills is going to the Ujambu. They don't they don't throw it away. Even when they go and collect from somewhere, they come and segregate it. And Pull up what they can give for their 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 pets, and 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 and, 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 and. indeed, when they get to the land site they also try as much as possible to pull up what they can use. This is some level of. Thinking that is, we don't need we don't need a professor like me to tell you this. We have done it over the years. It should inform our thinking. The reason why it's not informing the thinking of our policymakers is something that we need, or we all need to talk about it. In that regard, all of you here would want to. And I know very well that you would associate my, uh, yourself with this policy. That we all know that our mothers, our sisters, they use body to feed Mnichi. They know it. We, you guys know it. We know that we, they go to the dam site to collect those things that they call quality can feed, they have, they have. These are the truths that we need to. Perhaps to understand the story better, let me walk you through the history. And I'll be very snappy here of solid waste management in Ghana. And I'm, 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 I'm doing that in three epochs. My point is, our troubled history of unsanitary conditions has a colonial antecedent, and that can unequivocally be attributed to policy failure. And please mark that way. It's about policy failure. It is not about an individual's attitude. That is a layman's approach to what is confronting us. The first epoch, the first time we had an approach towards waste management. And I want you to be very attentive to, to this. Where in the the colonial, how they manage our waste. So I have here the first sustained non-infrastructure foray into which management came at the heels of the country's rapid urban growth, dating back to the 16th century, 16th century, albeit that was unplanned. In Accra, for example, it led to the formation of the Accra City Council in 1898, 1898, and the council was charged with that responsibility to keep the city clean, and they did to perfection. In fact, in Kumasi, founded in 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 in, in 1680s by the the to the first. Also, founded the Commercial City Council in 1988 for the, pay, the, the same purpose. Madam Chair, this is the importance of me trying to interrogate the historical, even at that time. At the time that we, they had divided our towns into two, we had an European town and a native town. The, in Accra, when we were to come to Accra, the rich area there was for the Europeans and the elite in African society. Go to Choco and, and that was for With the talakawas, the mobroas. Even then, their waste management policy was inclusive. At the high income, those European areas, they were using housewares, services, with a wheelbarrow, and in the the the. The local areas, they provided that means 1925 for us to, for, the, for them to put in their waste and they would take it away. Indeed, that was a time that they were using seawater, seawater to disinfect the. Drinking system, and in the African neighbourhoods, there was stagnant water. They used it to, as it were, disinfect it. Sea water, free. Today we have sea water. More than they, they they do have. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a time that the idea of insaman-saman was at the apex. Listen, I recall those days. I was, perhaps I came later. My mom feared insaman-saman more than anybody. Anytime he hears that insaman-saman is coming, in fact, he used to take his pistol, woman, into his bedroom. Because they were made to make sure each and every one was following the lay-down environmental policy. And if you were found culpable, they would punish you uncompromisingly. In terms of waste management, where those days I'm talking about, the colonial time, they established insurators. The first insurator that was built in Accra was in 1929. They were not using Open dam sites that we are using. They were using insurators. With people... In fact, I don't know how many of you would record this. If you go to the boiler site, you see somebody pushing the, the boiler into the insurator. They were paid for. Today... It's a, a thing of the past. Until around 1970, when the last in Accra, for example, in Sri Lanka, that was about 100 coupons, was, was was broke down. When it broke down, then we started using open dumping at Abufu, Ashimota, and Araka. These were the areas where, because of Accra's expansion, they were taking, they were digging earth, if you like, to build Accra. So the excavation I created Mahu, if you like. And they were, that is what I term the stomach direction approach to waste management. I'm not saying stomach because perhaps mine, mine is a bit, no, that's not it. It's a stomach direction because if it's about beast stomach, then I think that, I don't want to mention it, but we have bigger ones. <laughs> I recall when we were in, in the village, uh, in Sita, early two Then there was this um, headmaster. I think the daughter is here. Okay, are you here? Yeah. So, um, I used to play ball, actually. A very good footballer. You might doubt it. But our 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 I mean, um, headmaster was so strict that if you if you make a mistake and 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 through you, a go is called. He doesn't mind coming and he will lash you there. He, he was called Ma, uh, master Solo. He will lash you there. So to avoid this lashing, any time that. The ball comes to wherever it goes, so be it. Bam. That's stomach direction. That is the policy that our, our people are using now. It has nothing to do with science. So at a second epoch, which I have described as the stomach direction, is that the time that our policymakers tried to use their own ingenuity. Listen, they divided Accra into two, um, low- and high-income neighborhoods. So they used to collect seven cities at a time at high-income and low-income neighborhoods, it free at the corner. That was a time that we had the mountain, every neighborhood in Accra, how mountain with because the system could not sustain it. It ushered us to the consolidation state, which we are in today, where We are looking at the political pace. If you can pay, find somebody to collect your waste. If you can't, find somewhere to dump your waste. That is not a very good policy. So where we are now, We are in a situation where today we have two main ways of managing our waste. We have the house to house or the container system where you pay for somebody to take your waste or there is a central point, they put a point to waste. Indeed, the type of service provider also depends today on the type of government in, in, in session. Those who are in the Waste Management Department know that people are struggling. I told a minister that if somebody gives you a prado. It is not for free. (laughs) It is people's money that you are paying. The policy regime has also changed. It has changed where government is moving from a provider to a facilitator. Government now facilitates the system. Even within the public private sector, I will tell you in the next slide that it is ineffective, fair suspicion and misconception. This is where we are today. A situation where we have we have this is perhaps colleagues and those who know, who know. This is where we are. All this land has been subjected to. I'm going to talk about where they, they have talked about making a crowd working again. These are these are not areas outside Accra, it's in Accra. This close to St. Mary's, those who know A situation where open dumping and burning has become part of Well. This is where we are. A situation where the sea, for example, has become a receptacle. In fact, when the fishermen are going to for fishing, and they are dragging their, their fish, thinking that they are they are bringing fish. Rubbish, rubbish. I mean, I mean, I was a party to, to this incident, so they are sifting through the rub, the rubbish to pick what they can get. As to the other side, let's leave it. where we are, some ramification of our policies. This is where I want us to abate our mind to. I will do that in a very Mr. Chair, um, the policy that Ghana is running is the polluter pays principle. What it means is that those who pollute with should pay, or should contract somebody to pick the waste and throw it away. Meanwhile, in in the politics, In our waste management policy, section 6.1, it says categorically that when waste leave your house into the public domain, it becomes the property of the assembly. Tell me. Ghana has no way of monitoring who goes out in the morning and comes out in the evening. So if you have that policy, it's a misplaced policy. Indeed, what you are saying is that find a zoom lion, a jetoku, whatever, to collect your wheat or find a way, And almost always, our gutters and our streams suffer. It's a bad policy. Indeed, if you look at all the mantra that our, our politicians are oh, I'm for the ordinary person, this policy is not for ordinary person. This policy... It's, it's it's not. This policy is against the ordinary person. Our research has made clear there is that misconception about what is waste. Up there, they think of waste as something that is there to be disposed of, something that is, 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 is unholy to be disposed of. So there is no policy in our legislature that talks about adding value, never. We have two policies on waste management. The environmental policy 1996, and it was revised in 2010. Nowhere do they, they mention the point that waste is, uh, and that's very true, a material in transit. But how the transition goes has never been measured. In fact, I can tell you, if you are a good Samaritan like myself, and you keep collecting plastic in your house, if it is there for three days, you would invite mosquitoes in your house. But nobody picks it. Even when they come they will, they will jump it. My point is that if we have to get to where we are, we need to use it as a national policy. And I and I'm so happy. I always say this with, with joy God is not like a, an 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 an, an, an with all apologies to my alata. You know something? I deliberately brought this. So when you are going to Karneshi, the first slide on the big gutter, people eat themselves comfortably. Nobody talks about it. Because we have casted a waste management policy, which says out of mind, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. Thank you. But they would continue to do what they are doing there. What that does, it accumulates in that gutter. And when you are getting closer to Kolibu. the left and the right side. There's a nice urban horticulture there. Where the, the, the cucumbers and the, and the green pepper and the white pepper and whatever pepper. The cultivator doesn't need to use any organic fertilizer. In fact, He's harvesting that water. The water is filled with nutrients. Nice nutrients. (laughs) Nice. If you should add any fertilizer, he will be overfeeding the, the vegetables. You see, the truth of the matter is that the poor doesn't they don't take uh, 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 the, the the sausage and the, the cabbage and the salad? No, they don't. It is you and I. And I'm saying that perhaps I don't need to be. that chair I don't want to be in like a, a medical officer. I'm not. But I'm sure of one thing. You can only get typhoid When you have chopped shit, (laughs) and in this instance, a poor man's shit, no rich one will... (laughs) Uh, Mr. Chair, I mean, I guess I want to run up saying that, listen, there's a direct relationship with environmental sanitation and health. There's a direct relationship. We can't run away with that. If you recall, 2004 was a pinnacle, um, and we have been touting that since that time we've not gotten any corona. I'm saying that we have played it down. But be that as it may, in 2004, Ghana as a country, that time we had almost 126. District. Hundred and twenty-three districts had coral. That alone is very instructive. That alone should tell us that we need to take our environmental management serious. Mr. Chair, if you look at the bills that we are paying at National Health Insurance. If National Health Insurance today is in coma, which it is, it's because the bills are overwhelming. Every year, National Health Insurance processes 20 million, mind my voice, 20 million claims from the country. About 87% of this claim is coming from Guitapra. Mr. Chair, it is not about the processing. A monthly claim is about 135 million every month. That expenditure that I mean, National Health Insurance pays is about 135. Mr. Chair, as we speak, on the 17th of, May, of June, The National Health Insurance Worth was indebted to the service providers by five months. Perhaps you are not very interested in the figures. What we are interested in is once you are indebted to the service, how do you provide services for those who need service? I tried to check the expenditure from 2000. I mean, you see that it's rising. It's rising because the debt, the third the effing the the, is also rising. Anytime the effing rises, the debt rises. And this should be not concern to you and I. There is one important thing that we need to check is the ministerial conflict. So all these pictures are picked from the ministry's website. So um, Ministry of local government, Minister of Sanitation, and, and, and Minister of... In 2007, the government created Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources. Meanwhile, the Assembly's responsibility for waste management was ceded to Ministry of local government, by Act 462, now Revised to 936. So, any time the waste department goes to, when it goes to Ministry of Water and the law says that you are under Ministry of local government when they go to ministry of local government you have a new ministry you go there the ministry of Misi, environment and social economic when you go there they tell you we are responsible for plastic waste as if plastic waste is not part of waste my point is that they have made that part of the money process, and often. Nobody cares for their retooling, logistics, and energy. It doesn't work that way. We, we need to unpack that. As if that was not enough, there's another ministerial conflict here. In, in, in time past, we have the Saman Samai, which was under the Ministry of Health. Now it is under the Ministry of MISTI, Environment and Social Welfare. If we train, it is not about investing Ghana alone. It's about we have three institutions in Ghana that trains in Samansama. In Thema, sorry, in Tamale, in Hu in Accra. I'll show the data in a If you go to Ministry of Health, uh, they say go to Ministry of Health. If you go to Ministry of Health, go to Ministry. Indeed, that's why I brought this this picture. I'm asking whether we are putting square holes in run in, in, in. listen, the, those are Commonwealth would be very happy when I, I mention holes. But it's a normal hole. This is not about the holes that they are thinking. Mr. Chair, the truth of the matter is that we train, this is about the number of people that we train. This is community I have train at the university. We train them here. The school of nurses also train in Samantha. They train in Samantha every year. If we are not using them, and we are bringing, I don't want to say food sewers, or food seizures, then we have a problem to talk about. Mr. Chair, I, I, I just want to be ending now. And three quick points, that the policies that we are pursuing today in waste managers in the country are inappropriate, misplaced, irrelevant. Right and I want to be very, imparti- very arrogant and harmful. Most of the policies are politically loaded. I, I consult for most of the big companies. When there's a change in government, you see how they panic. The truth of the matter is that, listen, if you go invest in waste management equipment like the the trucks, you can never use it for any other thing apart from waste. You can't. When you buy the trucks, it's for waste. So if you are being a subject of controversy by political adversaries then you have a big problem I want to say that our policies are proper are targeting the vulnerable <laughs> every policy that you can think of think you know, it's about the poor i mean we all talk about it those in the uh, the attitude the attitudes we we have 64% of people in 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 accra Being in Accra, but not being part of the services that are provided in Accra. 64. We need to change it. I checked this. The chair, if you look at this, it's a huge amount that have been collected In two thousand and one, the government instituted a policy on plastic waste. This is the man that has accrued as of now, but we have not used it. Today forty percent of the waste management that we, we those we enjoy in Accra are provided for by the informal sector. In fact, the 30% increase that we have had is coming from the informal sector. In fact, 95% of all the metal that we smelt at Tema are from the informal sector. Yet the informal sector has been, as it were, cannibalized. We can't get away with it. I, I, I describe the marriage between the former and the former as uneasy partnership. In fact, government sees the private sector as somebody who should watch. The private sector sees the government as somebody who wants to take his work from him. That is an uneasy partnership. It's about time we start thinking about waste as a resource. Even in those days, 1950, they put up the tissue compost plant, which from the data that we have was doing very well. In fact, if you look at the data, it went up and came down. It failed, as it were. It failed. But the reasons why it failed has a lesson for us. It failed because we were not doing with segregation. Everything was lumped together. So if we were to succeed in a proper compost plant as they have it, we ought to have learned from this. But today we have 30% thicker matter. At Accra Compost Plant. It means we have not learn from it. Mr. Chair, let me use it to display my point. That we need to think about waste as a public good. A public good because if a car knocks somebody, the police will come for the, the cops. If the law says that if a witch leaves my house and becomes the property of the assembly, then we should all own it. So instead of looking at equality, let's look at equity. Those who cannot. So those in airport residential area might be able to pay more, those in NIMA might not, because cross-subsidization. Can we use that as a principle to work, instead of giving a blanket political pay principle? So my last point that we need to also resolve the deficiencies in data it is very difficult to get data to work with in Ghana go to the third service Ghana Revenue Agency, wherever you won't get it and I'm 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 very sure that the data that I'm churning out is going to create some problem. IG RGP is here, um, I shouldn't give you another trouble to look at because you won't find a person. But the truth of the matter, I mean, it is in the interest of society to to get the data for us to analyse My conclusion remarks Mr. Chair, I want to suggest we have the three hours. I want to suggest the seven hours if we are to get to where we want to get to. I'm saying that we need to rethink about what we buy. Instead of just buying a water bottle, can we buy a stainless bottle, which we can use and use again? We need to refuse to buy certain things. And I use watching as a typical example when you are going to buy a watch depending on your status the woman looked at you and put it in there I don't know how to put it and put the she took in another container. I put a Thalia in another container. And Gary in another container. Then, when she finishes, she puts it in a, a black poly bag and puts it, looks, looking at you, a scientific. Or psychedelic plant back. When you come back home and you're eating, look at the waste that you are generating. Unlike our traditional way of doing things, buying, watching in, in the leaves. Even as when you are eating the leaf, you are watch, The goat there will be targeting your and if you have, with a chair, if you have a goat or heat, it will push you out and take the liver and go It's important. Reuse. I went to south of a car. And I went to the shop buying something. I like yellow color. So after buying the things and they were packing in, the lady respectfully asked, oh, is that okay? Don't uh, don't pack everything. Put another plastic bag. And she did. Eventually she added three plastic bags. But when I was at the counter buying what I was calculating how much I was going to pay. So I had taken my money to pay. So she, she told me, oh, sir, and the, the marks might and the vim with which I said, and more. I was reluctant to say, I mean, take it out. (laughs) The point I'm saying is that our ability to reuse our poly bags also reduces waste. We should also be trying to rot. Rot here, composting. Segregating what is organic, what is inorganic, and using the organic one to, as compost at your, at, your, at your yard, it helps. Let me end with a question. That I share. We need to innovate. We need to get to where we want to get to. We need to be extremely technological savvy. My question is that while we must avoid rigid. Rigid conservatism. Our quest for modernity must necessary be informed by our tra- tradition, our local knowledge. In fact, our mothers have done it and succeeded. We cannot do otherwise. How you thank you very much
2: city ninety seven point three
14: more variety